Kylie Minogue. Musical icon. You're listening to, and it's time to talk special. Well, she's one of Australia's most enduring entertainment icons and arguably our most successful musical export ever. Kylie Minogue has adorned the covers of magazines and been the subject of endless media speculation for more than 20 years. But tonight, it's her fans that finally get to have their say. Kylie is unravelled and revealed like never before. And that's saying quite something really when you consider that this is a lady who has been revealed quite literally and figuratively in some fairly raw and explicit ways throughout her career. In the studio tonight I'm joined by Olivia Topher and Michael L. Basher, both of, both of whom are, like me, ultimate Kylie devotees. And I'm not just talking admirers, I'm talking completely obsessed, rabid, froth-at-the-mouth fanatics whose perception about Kylie is most certainly not objective, but is indeed well-researched and based on years of practical experience. You've both travelled so far to be here tonight. Um, Michael and Olivia, welcome and thank you for joining us tonight. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I just had a bit of a microphone issue there. So let's explain the purpose of what we're trying to do here tonight. I'm really surprised that this has never been done before, to be frank. Kylie fans are a very strange breed of person, really. They're the ultimate loyalists. They'll stand by Kylie through thick and thin. But when she does put a foot out of line, they're also the very first people to speak up and let Kylie know about it. Kylie fans don't just lap up everything she does, like brain-dead sick fans. They love her to bits, but they're opinionated. So tonight we'll be reflecting on Kylie's career from a fan's perspective. And guys, when we first planned um, to do this tonight, things were so different in in Kylie land. Uh, The X album had just been released and had divided fans, and essentially, I think it's fair to say that it had failed to live up to expectations. In my opinion, Kylie had uh, lost her confidence around that period. But look at her now. I mean... She's well and truly back at the top of her game. She's uh, top of the charts around the world with Aphrodite. Do you both agree it's a very exciting time to be a Kylie fan right now? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, it's amazing. Uh, amazing time. I mean, it's good to see her back in her full glory and her full showing us what she can do now. She's, you know, she's recovered, she's better. She's like, wow, pop. Sex, sex Kylie's back. <laughs> and that's the thing. Kylie is renowned for doing pop exceptionally well and when she strays from that formula sometimes things go a little bit awry don't they true true i think that pop is her pop is what she does the pop is her niche that's what she's great at and that's that's where she's always come from so absolutely and it's such a cycle with kylie isn't it i mean in australia at least i can't talk for other countries but in australia she's constantly spinning around pardon the pun in 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 a loop Uh, one minute she's uh, you know she's the in thing she's completely hot property 
then inevitably there's that public backlash every single time, probably probably because she's grown too successful and then the critics start to sharpen their knives. But eventually that affection, it always seems to return um, and it, it just starts to grow back. I think that she's a symbol of everything that we hold but hold as important in Australia True, yeah. during different times, Definitely, depending yeah. on what part of the cycle mm. we're in. She represents freedom, fun, success... Inevitably, we go full circle, though, and then she's the butt mm. of jokes again. She's a has-been. She can't sing. She should retire. She should slink away. Why do you think it is that in Australia, the general public share this very strange relationship with Kylie? Is it the classic tall poppy syndrome? Um, I, I just, I personally think it's because she's never really spending much time here in Australia. Um, she's, she's in London a lot of times, uh, obviously, with her career. Um, I think her fans get a little bit upset uh, by that, I suppose, um, or the general public, I should say, because her fans are her fans. But I think that's a bit of a backlash because she's never in the country that that often to do any promotion. Um, I think it's basically the I think it's the Aussie way, unfortunately, where it's always you know we should always have a go and be able to have a go. But then on the flip side, of that the tall poppy have like cut them down when they're doing well. It happens to so many other people, mm. but I think it's Kylie. It's, it's always been true with her. You know, whenever she's tried to have a go, people just give her grief for it, and mm. that's why I honestly think it is the tall poppy syndrome. Of the, we wanted to do well on one hand, but. Um, as soon as she does a little bit well, no. That's, that's not just true of Kylie. In Australia, it's very Absolutely, true yes. in general, isn't yeah. it? General, we want people general. to do well, but if they do too well, yeah, then we, we don't, don't like, like that. Yes. <laughs> no, and that pretty much explains mm-hmm. the cycle of Kylie, true. I would say. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So, look, uh, Michael, you've met Kylie Minogue. Yeah. What's, she, what's she like? How did oh. that come to be, and what is she like? Oh, she's an amazingly beautiful person. She's just uh, so down-to-earth, very, very Aussie. Um, I met her, I was fortunate enough to be part of the Kylie show in London. Um, for about three years ago, four years ago, yep. and I was one of uh, 400 that actually got through um, to the auditions. So, um, and when I showed her my my tattoo, I've got a Kylie tattoo symbol with the K, and um, she just fully smiles. That smile, they say, when you're in the room, when she yeah. smiles, it's it's the most beautiful thing. And if you're a Kylie fan, you know that smile. Oh, yeah, you, you can't beat that smile. That is Kylie. It's a million watts, isn't it? <laughs> Totally. It, it's amazing when you see her in the room. She looks, she's tiny, but she's in the uh, well proportioned and she's so, so friendly. She's, she's no, you know, diva. Um, yeah, she's absolutely amazing person too. Like she, that's why she, everyone loves her. Is there a feeling, some people say, when they're in the presence of a celebrity, there is just, there's an energy. Did you get that energy when you met Kyle? Oh, yeah, yeah. She just lights up the room, seriously. Like, she just gets on that stage and it's all about her, no mm. matter who else is on that stage with her. She's just... And you also met her at her perfume launch. Yeah, just recently, actually, uh, when she did the show, the, was it, um, the Sweet Darling. Um, yep. And she was, she was there and she obviously, she does recall meeting me at the Kylie show and, and I did say, look, I've, I've known you for 20 years, we've never had a photo together. Um, and the security guard was saying, get off stage. And she goes, no, I'm taking a photo with Michael. Is that and right? That's what, exactly what she did. And she was just amazing. Sucked in security Yeah, guard. that's right. Like, <laughs> do you know who we are? You are the paid money. <laughs> that's it. Me and Kylie go way back to the Kylie show. That's it. <laughs> and Olivia, are you like me, that you're still waiting for that big moment in the sun to meet the, the am, woman herself? I am, yes. yes. I was have you tried? I haven't. Yeah. I was going to be with Michael at the perfume launch. And unfortunately, at that time, a, a 
the job that I was in had to make a decision to go to an important work meeting or meet Kylie and uh, I was talking to Michael just after he got Hang off stage. On. Did you go to the important work yeah, meeting? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what kind of uh, fan are you? The funny thing was, yeah, and I know to this day it's obviously, you know, something I regret, but talking to Michael on the time, watching her on the news, I was bawling hysterically in tears there. I could not believe that I just missed out on meeting her and he's telling me like, oh. happy tears for him, but just devastated for me that I was so close. Oh, and that's dear. how my boss found out about it and he said, next time, just go and meet her because they knew that I was obsessed. They said, don't even worry about it. Just go next time. I said, just call me next time. <laughs> call him with a rare skin rash or yeah. something. <laughs> they Do were it. quite happy to know the real reason. If that was the reason why I couldn't come to work, they were quite supportive of that. But me at the time thought, no, I should, you know, do my do my job first. Mm. And Michael, you mentioned there that Kylie doesn't do much promo in Australia, and I have a feeling that's I blame that on the reason why I haven't met her yet. I came very close though after the Showgirl Homecoming tour. I and a bunch of other fans waited out, and it was cold. I don't know what time of year it was. Obviously, a cold time of year, though, and we waited at that car park outside mm. the Sydney Entertainment yeah. Centre. We all know that car yeah. park. Yep. And we waited, and we waited, and I subsequently found out Molly Meldrum had a by the ear inside, so that explains why she took so long <laughs> to come out. But when she eventually did, this car, just it was like a scene out of a horror movie. We were looking mm. up the driveway. Couldn't see, and then a few people went, is that a car? And there was this shadowy car up the mm. end of the driveway. Then the lights just went the headlights on and then and she just revved out and I saw a little flash of this little pixie girl in the back very disappointed very disappointed Kylie I hope you're listening I had a text. I actually went to a 7-Eleven to buy a black marker so she could sign. Are you good to go? Yeah. Well, I had nothing to write on, and I said it would just have to be my white T-shirt. That's what she has to write on. Oh, well, I miss, I missed my opportunity. Let's look back at the start of Kylie's career. We all know that she had bit pieces in various TV shows like The Sullivans and The Henderson Kids. Then she got her big break in Neighbours, of course. Mm. Do you both remember the point where you first became fans, and most importantly, what drew you to her, why you became a fan? Um, I, I was actually a fan when I first saw the video clip for Never Too Late. <laughs> it was so, like, fantastic. And I thought, this girl's got something. And mm. I, I really enjoyed the video, just the whole the whole thing to the video. Um, and I really like, enjoyed that sort of stock Aiken Waterman sounding as well at the time. So I wasn't a big Neighbours fan. I never watched Neighbours. But that was the first time... I remember... So you didn't even know who this girl was. She popped up on your TV screen. That's exactly and there was something... There was something about her. There was just, you know, but it wasn't until um, Bill of the Devil, you know, and that, that was it. Yeah, I was like, only a few singles later. Huh? Oh, exactly <laughs> right. Even after the delinquents, mm. and which I find she's a great actress, but. It was well, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was better to that is debatable. <laughs> Some fans wouldn't necessarily agree with you there. But, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting that you say that you didn't know her, no. something drew you to her, mm. because so many people say with Kylie that there's something between something happens between the camera mm. and her. And I actually believe that. There's mm. something very natural and hypnotic about mm. her. And there was in Neighbours, and then mm. certainly there was when the mm. music came. Do you remember, Olivia, when you first I was actually fan? from Neighbours time, so early Neighbours. Oh, so you're a band. real fan. That's, That's right, yeah. From the <laughs> what do you call everything. me? <laughs> <laughs> so from the big hair, everything, and I remember even getting the you know the playing cards from Kylie with your chewing gum from Neighbours, and in my time when I was that age, you know, I wasn't even allowed to watch Neighbours. I was that young, so I had to sneak to my mm. friend's house to watch Neighbours, to watch Kylie, and then come home and have the pictures on my wall, you know, but in that day just weren't even allowed to watch it, so for me that's when I fell in love with her then, and progressed from then but similar thing in the sense of when I saw her, you know, put your hand on your heart I was like, this is just amazing, amazing this film clip, watching that, you know 
And it's such a simplistic, simplistic video clip. Absolutely, but as a kid, again, same thing. I couldn't watch that. Mm. My parents were like, "You can't watch this. It's too. It's pop music. It's too risque." Really? And you'd look at it now and you think you've got to be kidding. (laughs) But you know, for me to even see that, you know, was a you know. Oh, you could see the carbs. I think. Yeah. (laughs) True. True. It's quite controversial. (laughs) A lot of fingernails and and flashy teeth, (laughs) but that was it. I think a lot of fans too, who probably came on board around the fever period, or even fans like us who've been around since the beginning, mm. we forget how savage that time was on Kylie Minogue horrible. in Australia. Really horrible. It was horrible. I mean, oh, I believe she was booed at the Arias, mm. and in the UK she was the butt of jokes and a scathing mm. media. I remember mm. the report when she got off a plane over there back in those very very early days, and some columnist said she looked like a slept-in Qantas blanket, mm. Mm. and mm. and like. She'd crawl out of a kangaroo's pouch. Mm. Um, the singing budgie was mm. was coined around that time, and I think all stars get panned and rubbished. But to my mind, you'd be hard pushed to find such a vicious, sustained yes. attack as there was on Kylie in Australia absolutely. at that period. Absolutely, it felt like that from my side anyway. Absolutely, like just will not let go, let go. And this is just a little girl, really, like a, a young mm. kid trying to have a go, and you're being mm. this horrible and. And mean, you know? You know, personally, I don't blame Kylie if she ever came back to this country. Absolutely. I agree it, with Michael it, on that sense. It's ridiculous the way we treated her. Absolutely. Or not the way I treated her personally, but Some it was people, just, yeah. it was, I don't blame her for coming. She yeah. shouldn't have had to come back, but obviously Australia's her home. Mm. And she keeps coming back and she keeps having mm. to prove something. And my perception was that in the UK it was a little bit more light-hearted. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't have hurt at the time for Mm. an up-and-coming artist, Mm. but it seemed light-hearted, poking Mm. fun. But in Australia, it was just a genuine hate, just spewing venom from everywhere. I mean, being booed at the Arias by your peers, which apparently she was, um, just amazing Mm. stuff. Did either of you find it hard as a fan? Because that hatred directed at Kylie was also directed at her fans. No, I think in my sense, I've always been steadfast. I liked her and that was it and nothing was going to change that. And if it meant that I was the only one in my head that liked her and no one else did, then I was all right with that. You never got a hard time? No, not for Kylie, no. (laughs) You know what? There's a lot lot of the fans were in the closet Mm. when that period... In the closet, Kylie fans. (laughs) Yeah, basically, because (laughs) everyone else hated her. It wasn't cool to like Kylie. But that's, you know? yeah, I, I hear that more and more going on in life, yeah. that people liked her a long time ago, but right. weren't out and proud and saying it in that sense, yeah. Yeah, because they're embarrassed mm. or, you know, mm. yeah. or whatever. And I hid it, um, the fact that I was a fan, I hid it. But I remember around the time of Better the Devil, you know, I was waiting for that <laughs> single to come out. It was delayed and delayed and delayed, and I was ringing my local record shop. My God, they hated me because I rang them every day, sustained for about a month, I would say. And when I eventually, when they eventually said, yes, it's here, obviously at that age, didn't have a car. Um, the bus <laughs> timetable was not in, wasn't synchronised with me wanting to get to the record store. It's very <laughs> uncomfortable. I ran to the video store, two suburb, uh, to the record shop, two suburbs away. I got my records. I was humming with glee. I got back to the bus stop because I decided to catch the bus home. And I remember looking at the 12-inch and the 7-inch and the cassette single that I purchased. (laughs) And these people came up to me, and I was actually bashed that day Mm. because of, uh, first of all, I remember them saying, what are you looking at that for? Oh, you like Kylie, all this. I remember all that badgering going on. And within minutes, I was knocked to the ground. And my 12-inch got snapped. But I still have my cassette single and my seven-inch mm. single, which is very good. Mm. But I think that mm. illustrates that it was hard to be a Kylie fan. Still yeah. is to a certain extent. 
my family have always known I've loved Kylie, mm. and they used to make fun of me, basically. Mm. And then the, the, um, I don't really know any of those bashings or anything like that, thank mm. God, because I wouldn't have been personally cope with but that. Even when you tell that story, Tim, it's funny. Like I've never heard of any other any other person, Madonna or anybody like that, who have fans that would go to that level and have that sort of thing happen to them because mm. of having a, one of her albums on them. That's it wasn't like, very normal for a guy in very tight shorts to be at the bus stop. <laughs> And he was only what you know, a prepubescent boy Still, with but, I mean, three copies of the same song. Even you know, literally doing a little mm, tap mm. dance. <laughs> I probably deserve to be bashed. Let's just face the facts. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kylie album, the very first album. Do you, do you both? Oh well, Michael, you can't talk about. Yes, it. Yes, I can, can because I did purchase it after I heard Never Too Late. Oh. <laughs> In retrospect, <laughs> does it count? Well, what did you both think when you first heard that album, the first one? Um, well, me, obviously, you know, I liked it. For me, it was uh, poppy, easy music. Honestly, like, I'm stretching my memory back a bit, so I can't remember my exact thoughts on it. Mm. But I remember playing it over and over and over again. I remember the tape one day actually did break, and that was it. It was no more. So you had the to, tape, not the record? To, no tape. You were advanced in your house. That's good. <laughs> I had to go to my friend's place after. But I remember, like, oh, about five years ago, I had Never Too Late on, like, the small record, whatever that size Seven is. Seven inch. And just was distressed one day to find my brother deciding to teach himself how to, like, rap and <gasps> scratch and he was scratching my Kylie record and there was tears in that house. Cast <laughs> from the house. Unbelievable shock and horror that that's what he was doing and I had kept this record, you know, there's not many records in our house. And well, I hope you used the needle on his head after that. Oh, let me tell you. The Put the needle on it. Yep. <laughs> exactly. There'll be lots of puns here like that tonight, aren't <laughs> It was an interesting album though, wasn't it? I mean, you had these mega smash hits. You had I Should Be So Lucky and Locomotion. A lot of people in the UK still to this day think I Should Be So Lucky was the, the lead single. Still annoys us Aussies because mm-hmm. Locomotion yeah. was her first. In fact, on 9MSN the other day, they had a Kylie quiz because of Aphrodite being yep. released. How well do you and I know Kylie was the quiz? One yep. of the questions was what was her first single? I knew they'd have it wrong and yeah. so I went for the right answer and they marked me wrong and only got 90% instead of 100. Oh, oh. my goodness. Did you run in? Someone needs to tell them. I sent a very stern email. Good, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. You know us, Kylie, Internet yeah, when you yeah, yeah. know. I was like, hello. I was very tempted to put up a, a, a post on Say Hey as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think the proof of the pudding is that they stand up to the test of time. A lot of those songs on that. Some of them do sound dated, but you could easily update the basic tune and they would still stand up. I do believe that. Absolutely. And Kylie's demonstrated that in you know most of her concerts. She mm-hmm. remixes and redoes you know, mm. a lot of her old songs for now, updates them for now, and they absolutely stand the test of time. Absolutely. Different times back then too, wasn't it? Because she went from the Kylie album, Enjoy Yourself, followed it really quite quickly in comparison to the way records are usually followed up these days. She was just so uh, huge back then that she was just pumping out the product, wasn't she? And that was part of the criticism, I suppose. Mm. What did you both think of Enjoy Yourself? Well, I love the I love the Enjoy Yourself song itself. Mm. I think that that should a be missed a... single. Yes, yes, <laughs> totally missed single. I, mm. I remember loving that. That was mm. my favourite track of the album. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, um, she was ch- churning them out back then. But mm. um, Enjoy Yourself, Hand on Your Heart wouldn't change a thing. Yep. I think they're classics. Yep, absolutely. Highly classics. Yep. Uh, never too late. Hello, that's what brought me in yep. in the first place. <laughs> 
And what about the cover? I mean, she did have a thing for hats. Well, she probably still does, but she certainly had a thing for hats <laughs> for back hats. then. Didn't she? <laughs> she did. She did. I, bad ones. I yeah. think she loves that cover. Yeah. Does she? I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I love those covers. I think they're absolute, like, they're such symbols of pop. Yeah. True, Both true. those albums, that hair, yep. Yep. Oh, and apparently uh, even the record company itself had concerns about the Kylie cover with the hair popping out the hat. Mm. I remember there's a note in one of the books that she's released, can we do something about that hair? <laughs> 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 Great covers, I wouldn't change them for anything. Yeah, exactly. And around that time, she also embarked on her first tour. Uh, I think, j- well... She- she had Japan was one of the, mm. on the go concerts. Yeah. Or on the go was the TV. Kylie on the go. Kylie yeah. on the go. Do mm. either of you remember the first time you saw her live? Uh, not saw her live in person, but on the television saw those snippets from overseas coming in. I remember watching Kylie on the go, and it was on Channel Seven. It was. <laughs> See? Well done. And um, I didn't. I don't know because everyone's saying she mimes, she mimes, and I was trying to see whether she was actually miming to a pre-recorded. I wasn't too sure. Um, I think she was singing to a backing tracks actually, but singing live over them, um, mm-hmm. and and just seeing her actually her stage presence even back then. Seriously, with those mm-hmm. those skimpy shorts that she was, she got those, red. Yeah, remember mm-hmm. those red with the bra top. <laughs> it, like that, Olivia's that, shaking her head. Oh, it's yeah. just funny. It's funny to watch that it's, stuff. Yeah, it is funny. funny. But, yeah, but so cute. Mm. Kylie was just she's transfixed yeah. to Kylie when she's on stage, no matter what she's doing. Mm. I've got to say though, there was a few different versions of that on the go TV special. The reason for that is if you watch the original one, um, and I don't believe that was broadcast to TV. I could be wrong about that, but the one that was um, just her raw vocals. I remember even as a super Kylie fan back then, thinking my. God, that voice. Because she was uh, dancing full pelt back yep, then, yep. Uh, as well as she hadn't developed the voice as much as she has True, yep. these days. Yep. The voice was pretty dodgy in some of those songs. You go back and listen to Wouldn't Change a Thing on, on I the agree. go. Michael and I have recently watched it, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've heard the same thing and thought, oh, my goodness, where has it changed in, in those time. years? Absolutely changed. I'm but sure she she'd love to retract that DVD yep. if she could. <laughs> I think so. It's only released Absolutely. in certain countries. Yes, but <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm. Definitely. All the fans have it, though, you know, yep. just when we want to have a laugh. Really. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, do either of you remember the first concert that you attended? I, did, I missed the enjoy self. Did you go to enjoy yourself a little? No. <gasps> wow. Well, I can I can signal myself out here. I was a young a young man, very young. Went with a friend, and I had never been anywhere on my own really, yet alone a concert. And um, some parents dropped us off there. Went in, and I was in awe. The entertainment mm. centre. If you haven't ever been into a venue like that before, it, you're in awe instantly. Mm. And. I will never forget it. Mm. Never forget that atmosphere of having liked this woman for so long and then to be in her presence and then the atmosphere that they create at concerts, which I'd never experienced before. They get you pumping beforehand with lots of, you know, build-up and excitement. The lights go down and out she came and that fantastic locomotion routine that she did mm. was sensational. It was so slick and it was it was just... She'd really learned from Japan. Like, yep. she'd fixed up all those little <laughs> yeah. mistakes. The one thing I do remember, though, is yelling to my friend over this volume of music I've never experienced before <laughs> was 
does she sound funny to you? Because she sounds nothing like mm. on the tapes. Mm. Nothing. Her voice mm. is quite deep, naturally, and mm. the tapes don't reflect that. Plus, I think tape is not like CD. Tape depends yeah, on the machine you play it on. True. And I had one of those ones that operated slightly faster <laughs> than other machines, so it made her a bit more chipmunky. But <laughs> the first time you see her in concert, mm. it's something that you remember, though. Mm. I agree. I think for me, the first time I saw her live uh, was actually at a Mardi Gras dance party. So when she performed there, that was the first time I saw her live live. Was that when she sang Better the Better Devil, Devil, you know? No, absolutely. And Apparently that was an event it was unbelievable. you'll never forget. And, and it definitely wouldn't be. I mean, in the first instance, everybody knew that Danny was going to be there. So we all knew she was coming. We had an inkling Kylie was going to be there. Not 100%, obviously, until the night that's the Mardi Gras type of parties that they are no one knows until the night so i remember waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and for about 40 minutes and then comes danny and went okay well you're great but where's your sister (laughs) (laughs) because i've been standing here for 45 minutes and i'm going to pass out in a heaving drive of you know half naked men you can't breathe (laughs) so finally you know waiting around for the next show and everybody knew that it was going to be kylie and this was in the day where a lot of people go to these parties, but you'd never have a, a maximum capacity in a hall. It just They would just fill it and fill it and fill it until it was full. There would never be a locking of the doors or anything like that. So I remember being, you know, a few metres from the front and not being able to breathe, and, they, and we waited and waited and waited. And until she came on, it still gives me goosebumps now to even like think back of then, you know, of this person coming on stage. And every that's when I guess for me I felt united with Kylie fans because we all had our hands in the air. We all loved her. No one was ashamed, and this was just like, wow, all these people do love her. Look at all of us, and we're all cheering for this one little girl. And she was tiny, tiny on that massive stage, tiny. So that was my fix. She was dressed all in pink from the photographs, wasn't she? Red, red. 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 Oh, was that the devil costume? Yes, yes. Right. In fact, that was the prelude to Intimate and Lives. Yes, exactly right. A lot shorter. Yeah. (laughs) Mighty Grail. Did she only sing Better the Devil, you know? That that was it, yep. That was it. Wow. Yep. But it was amazing. Always leave them wanting more. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Very good. You're listening to the It's Time to Talk program. We're talking Kylie Minogue tonight. Give us a call on 65852233. And here's one of her, well, it's, it is her latest single, in fact. It's All the Lovers. I want to do so Kylie Minogue, all the lovers, and we are talking all things Kylie tonight, and I'm joined with Michael and Olivia, two diehard fans, joined by me, a third diehard Kylie fan. What is it about Kylie that you are drawn to, though? And Michael, you've, you recently have begun an adventure in your life by writing a book about your life. Kylie is such a part of your life that you have actually um, included her as part of your book. Mm. Uh, Do you mind reading that section to us? Just that bit that explains what it is about Kylie that has uh, that has engaged you. Uh, this is an exclusive. Okay, uh, it's Michael's Courageous Princess. So you're Michael, she's your Courageous Princess. That's correct. Very nice start. Okay, now as I talk about Kylie, I talk from the heart. I love her with everything and feel like we know each other. We have grown up alongside Kylie over the years as we watched her evolve on our TV screen since the early 80s. I am indeed her biggest fan. My life isn't complete really without Kylie in it. She makes me happy when I'm feeling down. I just play her records. I adore her so much and she's an inspiration to millions of people around the world. She's a true survivor. Um, That is the connection I have with Kylie. I know that she's battled through her life and as we, you know, we all have in certain ways. Um, but she's just my 
idol. There's so much I can relate with Kylie personally, um, and her music makes me happy. She's yeah, it's it's happy music, you know. I'm so glad you shared it because for non-Kylie fans, it's two-dimensional. They think who could um, be attracted to that music. That film clip, how can that make you so happy? But in fact, there is a much deeper connection for the true Kylie devotees. And it's something that her life seems to have emulated our own in some way. And we have grown up together. Mm. Corny as it may sound, we damn well have. And the things that she's been through in our life, Mm. they often are a replica of similar we could we can overlay at like a transparency our own lives on hers that's exactly right and that's exactly what you're saying in that passage there yeah 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 mm. she's she's just amazing you know i can't see my life without kylie mm. in it you know? and she's been through struggles she she gives off this air of someone who's got this very bright um glamorous lifestyle but she has struggled and i think she struggles with herself internally a lot more than those other external things that we can look at like her cancer mm-hmm. um, maybe failure in relationships if that's a harsh way of putting it all those things i actually think kylie's quite riddled with um conflict within herself and i think we sense that as mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. am i getting too deep here no no not at all and that's good yeah. that's good definitely you know she's had to uh, battle through you know um you know to find herself i think over mm-hmm. the years mm-hmm. and i think she finally has um, but yeah, we've all gone through that personally as well, I suppose. And you know, but I think the best way to sum it up with Tim is what you said. We've grown up with her, and it's it's just that connection. You know, she can do, you know, change things and do things differently. You know, because she was so young, and we were so young, and then we just thought, oh wow, that's great. But now, you know, when she does things, it has mm. a reason, has more to it along the way as well, because she is older and wiser. Mm. And, and we do um, expect <laughs> her to make those mistakes yeah. over the yep. years, and mm. we, we accept it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's, it's a phase. Mm. She did it. I agree with you that we accept it as fans. We certainly point them out, well, but true. we do accept them as well. True. I think mm. at the true. end of the day, true. Yeah. But I think as fans, you know, always just wanting a bit more in the sense of wanting to know her more. Like when she did the White Diamond, I think. So just mm. keep ahead in time, but mm. always wanting to know more about her. You know, and that's as she gets older now and settles into it. I think more we are seeing a little bit more of her than what we just saw back in the early days of just one little bit, and she wouldn't let anybody. Closer and in. Mm, and I think that's because she knows herself more. True, exactly. When I look back at interviews mm. when she was 21 and 22, don't get me wrong, they were quite compelling interviews because she mm. had an attitude back mm, then. Mm. She had a real mm. attitude around Michael Hutchins' time mm. and when she was just like mm. we spoke about before, when she was mm. being pilloried by the, by the press and by, mm. by the general public, she had an attitude. But she was a girl who, like most 21, 22-year-olds, mm. I don't think she did exactly know what her place was mm. in life yeah yeah she, she she i think at that time michael hutchins as she says in her own words he mm. took the blinkers up you know yeah mm. and she really was getting to know so let's talk about that period michael <laughs> hutchins all we have to do is say michael hutchins and instantly it's a phase in the kylie <laughs> world isn't mm. it it's a whole it's yep. more than a chapter it's practically mm. its own yes. little book Yep. That's right. Or yep. thick book. Yep. And saucy book, too. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It be might sealed. have to have an R. Be sealed. <laughs> <be> sealed <laughs> section of Kylie's biography. R rated. <laughs> Do you remember that period where Kylie went from big haired Charlene music girl to. Bed of a devil, you know, vixen? Do you remember that period and do you remember what your parents said about it? <laughs> <laughs> the influence that Michael had on her in the sense of like. 
you can do it and just do it. Don't sit back in the corner and be scared mm. to not take your clothes off, but, you know, show somebody else a different side of you and, and start to show your sexuality, you know, as a person and as a woman, more importantly. You know, what he brought out in her was amazing in that way. I think the confidence that came out from her, like, even in those um, interviews back in that in Absolutely. those days with Michael Hutchins, she was really, like, mm. out there. Yeah. yeah. Really, like, yeah, really smarty pants, I'd like to call mm. it, I suppose. And yeah. I, I love I yeah. seeing those. She was yeah. smug. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. She totally. was. She's like, I'm hot and I'm yeah. your sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, and, and, and the parties that she used to go out with Hutchins and, and the stories mm. that I've heard through mm. through some friends that have seen them out <laughs> on mm. the scene. Mm. And Kylie one day walking down Oxford Street with her, sh- <laughs> uh, with her head. <laughs> I'm Uncle Hutchins, like, like really out of it. <laughs> yeah. But it's what Christian had to do. Yeah, just... Um, but who yeah. else to do it with? Like, wow. Mm. <laughs> they are good. the stories of legend, though, because they they're, not, they're not the ones that you read in Woman's Day or New Nuh-uh. Idea, but there was so... M- if you lived in Sydney, like we... Yeah. I, you, you all lived in yes, Sydney at yep. that time. Mm. The stories were out there. She mm. was sighted everywhere with him. Mm. She was sighted at very cool parties, mm. and and drugs mm. were a part of her world back then. Mm. Did it shock you that she that drugs and Kylie could be in the same sentence? I don't think I really thought about it then. Um, I think I'm not trying to say I was really really young, but I think I was probably too young to see the drug side of it. Honestly, I think mm. I saw her with him and the change in her and him, but mm. didn't put two and two together. The public I'll, I'll be image more. Yeah. 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 I, Michael probably knew well, more but, but look, a bit more. Yeah, looking back, looking back at it, looking um, back definitely can yeah, see. Yeah, I can sort of. I, I think she needed to go through that phase. Yeah, personally, and she she has sort of mentioned in the mm. past that um, she's you know perhaps experienced, and that was a phase of her life. Mm. Um, what about the whole uh, "don't knock it if you haven't tried it" comment? Was I, that I, a I, sign perfect. of her naivety back then? Do you think she wouldn't say that nowadays? I think to say it out loud, probably. But yeah. I think that's probably something that you know, possibly we've all thought. And it, that's a it's funny a true thing, comment to it's say. Actually, it is. Like, you're it right. It is a true comment to say. But Spot on, you know, yeah. she probably wouldn't say it out loud now. No, she wouldn't. Be <laughs> <I> imagine. <laughs> Although Aphrodite would probably climb to finally get from number two to number one, just on the back of that one controversial comment. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and buy the single. And yeah. the album. <laughs> That's right. Rhythm of Love. I mean, wow, what a watershed moment in Kylie's career. And in my opinion, it's still uh, her strongest work. Simply, uh, That's controversial amongst Kylie fans, but simply because of the fact that it contains um, four monster Kylie classics. And, of course, because of the shift. I mean, uh, talk about um, deconstruction. She was well ahead of her time back then. She completely smashed this formula, which was still working for her. Mm, mm. That's that's the that's the amazing part. You smash a formula if it's starting to go stale, but she mm. was at the she she could have continued with that formula, but she chose mm. not to. And the film clips, the cocad, the image in her interviews, the attitude mm. in those interviews, they just sealed the deal. She instantly placed herself um, on a whole new path of celebrity, really, with that album. And let's face it, the Enjoy Yourself Stock Aiken, Stock Aiken Waterman, it only had a limited value. Mm. She's a smart girl. She knew that would run out eventually. Mm. And I know it wasn't as conscious and planned as that because she had the influence of Michael, her personal life. She was growing up. She was honest about that at the time. What are your memories of that time? You know what? That, mm. That's one album that remains one of my all-time Kylie favourite mm. albums, only because of those four classic mm. singles slash videos. Mm. And Seriously. Videos. Absolutely. What, the What Do I Have To Do video. Mm. How mm. sexy is that? You know what I mean, like, and and having the making of that video, mm. um, 
I think it's got quality of the videos <laughs> back as a video cassette. I remember it. Yeah, and Danny plays a little part in there. <laughs> she <laughs> does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you blink it, you'll miss her. But um, yeah, she was just uh, the videos. Even step back in time, like, how sexy mm. that, that, that mm. whole 70s look. Mm. It was just pop genius. It was just, yeah. Oh. It was pop genius. And some people listening mm. who aren't Kylie fans are thinking that's a bit over the top. But it was yeah. pop music genius. Mm. There's no two ways about it. Mm. I mean, you were coupling this girl who was smashing this old image with amazing videos, really. Mm. I don't know who directed them back then, but they were top mm. stuff. They were really good. I totally agree. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to go to a few more songs we're going to come back and by the way, if you don't know, Kylie's got a new album out at the moment. It's number two on the ARIA charts. Number two, I won't mention <laughs> he who is number one, by 400 copies only. Um, and I think he probably rorted it somehow. His mother probably bought them, um, I would say. <laughs> Horrible man, too. Bad influence on the general public. Here's another Kylie song. We'll be back very shortly. The It's Time to Talk program, a Kylie Minogue special tonight. Now, are you two up for a bit of... Oh, goodness. Kylie, you're giving us more, more, more. But we don't want it just yet. A bit of Kylie trivia. Are you up for it? Let's test. Yes. There you go. Michael's going to win for sure, but Let's... we'll have a go. Oh, I'm going to win this. <laughs> uh, Kylie trivia is a bit misleading. It's more where what songs uh, do these lyrics come from? Okay. You've got an energy burning like I've never seen. <laughs> Can you sing it, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better um, if you sing it. God, I've got good like no, that no, stuck in my head here. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. You've got an energy burning like I've never seen. No. Uh, get, out, uh, get out of my way. Can't beat that feeling. Oh, sorry. It's off the latest oh, album. It's not familiar. It's not committed to memory. You're off the hook I'm, I'm, for that I'm, one. Yeah, I'm still sort of getting You're used to that. Let me give you um, something a bit easier. You shattered my dreams, tore me apart. What can I do? Alright, I'll give you It's off the Kylie album It was a single From the Kylie album What was she wearing? Um, she was, <laughs> it was, the film clip was filmed in North Queensland Ah, it's no secret It's no secret, good uh, Here's another one You never say you love me, never kiss me anymore And when I come home late You never meet you me at, at the, the door, door. <laughs> uh, That's from Enjoy Yourself It's off the Enjoy Yourself album, good Um um, nothing to lose? No, no, no. Sorry, it's not that one. It's uh, it's not that one. He's angry at himself. I see. I'm really. Bad. It's a ballad. Yes. Um, Telltale signs. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Last one for now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put you guys out of your misery. <laughs> give you just one more. I'm a sucker for love. La 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 la. I walk right into temptation, and it's not a single. It's not even included on an album. It was written for the X album. Never made it. And some guy who leaked it to, to the net in a fit of rage, in a fit of See, immature I, I rage. I never illegally, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That spell of desire. <laughs> okay. Spell of desire. There are some. There are hard ones for big Kylie fans. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, I'll but sh- I, I did get a couple. Eventually. I think we'll have to give a question for Tim later. In my imagination, there is no complication. <laughs> it's, I should be so lucky. Oh, yeah, thank you. That's pretty good. easy. Even my grandmother could answer that. <laughs> Um, Well, we're we're going to talk about um, the Let's Get To It album because I think 
after Rhythm of Love was released and it was a huge success. Funnily enough, she missed out on the number one spot with quite a few of those singles. Mm. Not the point of the album and, you know, let's not be chart Nazis about it. But after that album was released, Let's Get To It um, followed. It was probably uh, the first time in Kylie's career where she did face some degree of failure too. Um, it was written about in magazines. It was the first time singles hadn't got into the top ten in the UK. Mm. Word is out was panned widely, not only for the song but the video clip. Do you remember that period and do you remember being concerned at all that maybe she was, as so many people said back then, on the way out the back door? I, I personally didn't think that at all. Um, Word is out is not their best track, obviously. Well, see, I, I'm just going to stand up here, but I never get to say it. Every fan says that. I but, love the song. But, yeah, There's yeah. two mixes. I was, one is bloody awful, yeah. and the other one is sensational. The more smooth, jazz, mm. sophisticated one. I think that was the Australian one too. Damn Brits, they just don't have taste. <laughs> so I, I'll stand I, up for it then. I, look, I personally didn't mind the song at all, seriously. And the video... I loved. Mm. Okay, it was it was. I know she was a whore. I think in the video, if I recall correctly, playing and, a whore, playing a whore, <laughs> and um, she was sexy. Mm. I'm glad you added that. <laughs> Kylie, you're not a whore for this thing. <laughs> I love you, but yeah, no, I, I personally thought she looked sexy and the video, and it was something different from Kylie. And and it was just a real thumbing of the nose, really. That's the way I saw that video. She was just... Mm. It was probably an immature thumbing of the nose, yeah. but that's where she was at. Yeah, I agree. Mm. And she had some friend in that video, too. Some exactly. Brits would know that. Davina McCall. Oh, that's right. I believe. Davina. She hosts Big Brother over there, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, the UK fans will be going, don't you bloody well know that? <laughs> oh, no, how do they speak again? <laughs> Cup of tea and a bicky, don't you know that? <laughs> yeah. You're all right, you're all right. <laughs> What's he on? <laughs> <laughs> Why does she appeal to the gay community so much? What What is it? Because oh. I have struggled with this for a long time, the question. I have um, debated it with people. I've said, oh, she definitely is loved by gay people, but everyone loves Kylie as well. But the, the deeper into her career that we get, the more I realise mm. her success is so rooted in the support of the gay community. Uh, look, as, as a gay guy... Um, I've just come out on radio. <laughs> uh, um, oh, now no one will buy your book. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, but like, look, the reason I think the gay community took Kylie in to begin with, this is my theory, because she was, you know, there was I don't like Kylie, hate Kylie back in the backlash, you know, that the first backlash that happened with Kylie back in those days. The gay community have always loved Kylie. You know, it's cool to love Kylie. And um, we've taken her in mm. in that regards, and she's been very supportive of the gay community. Mm. I mean, even recently, when you know, when the cancer, when she first back on stage, if you've noticed, the first people she went out to was the gay community mm. at GAY in London. Really? Yes. Mm. When she mm. first went on stage with those flowers. Yeah. Oh, you're for right. Danny, with Danny. support. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now I know where you're at. Yeah. So she's um, she's always been a supporter of the gay community, mm -hmm. um, and we've always loved Kylie. We think we can dress up <laughs> Kylie. <laughs> We think she's the most, mm. you know, she's a, a doll. She's yeah. a doll. We can put her on. Yeah. I, I can just put her on the corner of my bed, you know, give her a cuddle every morning, and night. You know what? A lot of the princess that every gay man yeah. wants to have. Yeah, we yeah. just want. We just want to play with Kylie. We, we, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Seriously, like I will turn for Kylie. Seriously, I'm, um, I'm not sure which camp you're in now, but but I think it's exactly what Michael said that you know from being at such an outcast in society in the community, mm. and that's what gay people relate to as well. That mm. you know, and then being being embraced by people 
because they were outcasts. You know? The big underdog. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And they rallied around And as around Michael her. said, you know, anyone that can put more, more glitter on. Yeah. Uh, if in doubt, apply more glitter. <laughs> true. And, and it's true to say that she's very camp, personality-wise, as well as her art. She's she very does. camp. Mm. She's even in Neighbours... Some of the overacting, <laughs> big expressions, big hair, shoulder pads. <laughs> well, Kylie certainly makes an entrance. True, true. And I remember the first time she acknowledged her gay fans, and she acknowledged it with quite a dose of surprise. I remember reading a few interviews around, I think it was around the shocked period, and she had heard about a show in Sydney, a drag queen gotcha. show, yeah, and she started acknowledging it there, and then she went incognito to watch it, and mm. that's where she felt a con- she felt a connection. Yep. Let alone the fans feeling a connection, she yep. felt the connection to them mm. as well. And I think it's been such a um, symbiotic relationship ever since. Mm. Mm. Can Kylie Minogue sing? Oh. Can we- she sing? Be I honest, think, honestly, like, let's my, be objective. My, my, honest, yeah, yeah. Uh, my honest opinion is, early in her early days, I think she needed some vocal training, obviously, in anyone's you know early careers. You know, you listen to your stuff, you go back to any of the big stars. From what, where she is now to her voice now, she can sing. And she could sing earlier, but it needed to be coached along. Honestly, I think that. But her voice now is outstanding. You listen to her live. Without the backing behind her, she can mm-hmm. hold those notes. And when you see her live, to be able to sing live... Without anyone behind you, that's a feat in itself. But to be able to sing live and hit those notes, it's not an easy thing when mm. there's everything else going around. So absolutely, I think that she can sing. The thing is, I don't ever really hear her bum a note in live true, concert. True, mm. I very rarely absolutely. hear her bum a note. I heard her bum a note recently, and I was really excited, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I thought, good, mm. I like to see your human side and you of know, me. And you know she's live then as well. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm the true. flip side of that. The Scissor mm. Sisters, when she performed Any Which Way, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, there's yeah. just... When they yeah, harmonise yeah. together, yeah, the first yeah. harmonise, just a little bit. Yeah. But Kylie, yeah. I heard it, and <laughs> I was happy for you. Yeah. And she covered it nicely, I have to say, too. Yeah. What about, I mean, even the fans make this continual criticism nowadays about the fact that naturally her voice is quite deep, but on her records and, and live, she sings quite high-pitched. Some people described it as chipmunky. Do you think she is putting on an artificial voice that she shouldn't be using? Um, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, 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 I don't see the connection with the chipmunks at all. Mm. If you see Cody live, there's no chipmunks there at all. But if you compare intimate and live, she is deep. She's chesty. She's husky. It's very sexy. You see her sing those Impossible Princess songs in particular. Microphone, little Kylie, and a big voice. Mm. And then you hear how she sings. Um, how she chooses to interpret some of the songs that she has nowadays there is a helium element to it. And I wonder why she does it. Some people say it's because she had a nose job. I know that's quite offensive probably, but... <laughs> I, I haven't heard that. That's you funny. have to wonder. A nose yep, job. Yep. I haven't heard that at all, but I think... But do you like her voice? I do like her voice. Of course I like her voice. Absolutely. I think that from my limited, very limited knowledge on singing and vocals, that kind of thing, from what I understand, you know, you use different parts of your lungs, your diaphragm, da da all attached to there versus the pitch of then your voice where if you're looking up, your voice can go naturally higher. If you're looking down, it goes naturally lower. So I think that she's learnt how to... How to use her voice in that way to be able to sing in different ways i don't i don't think it's chipmunk at all no she, she's had some coaching train you know mm. like coaching oh, they all vocal do. coaching she still does mm. and uh, she when she gets the five stars <laughs> that um yeah yeah she gets excited because you know she's mm. you know she's I, I think 
as each concert goes on, mm. she just gets better and better. And personally, I think it is such a shame that she keeps copying this criticism. She's, and by the way, I knowing Kylie the way I know her, reading between the lines in interviews, I know it hurts her. Of I know, course. especially in the early days, it hurt, and she mm. was determined when she went on Hey Hey It's Saturday and mm. and sang Telltale Signs. She really, really wanted to say, yeah. hey, I really can, can sing. sing. Yeah. Jim from Neighbours, Alan yeah. Dale, I think yeah. his name was, he said everyone was shocked when mm. she went up to that football mm. benefit and sung that song. Mm. Um, and the thing is, she gets this criticism, even though there are so many examples that the public, the mass public, don't get to see, where mm. she is amazing. Mm. Mm. Look at that. She did a performance on um, a British show, Come On Strong, oh. a few jazz numbers. Mm. Wasn't it outstanding? Oh, that was amazing. Mm. Um, she she joined Paul McCartney actually. Mm. This is this is something that we want the public to see, yeah. but we we don't get to see it, or the public mm. don't get to see it. So if you're listening to this, get onto YouTube, type in Kylie Minogue, Come On oh. Strong. Yep, you'll see a Kylie you've never seen before. Yep, <laughs> on the piano, curves and all. Yep, sexy ass. <laughs> What about the comparisons with Madonna? I know for a, a fact, if you watch her interviews back in those days, oh, gee, she used to get peeved um, because <laughs> obviously a constant question. She did it to herself. I think mm. that she needs to acknowledge, let's get to it to her, mm. give us a break. She came out yeah. completely emulating Madonna's yeah. style. Mm. Has she brought it upon herself, and do you think it's warranted, the Madonna comparisons? Yeah, I mean, when when they recently, uh, probably about five years ago, mm. when they actually asked Kylie, you're the queen of pop, mm. Kylie turned around and says, no, I'm not the queen of pop. I'm the princess of pop. Wasn't it great? Yeah, that I was amazing. That's good. And, you know, yeah. and that's, Madonna's the yeah, queen. Yeah. Madonna's the queen. And I, I know my place. Oh, yeah. yeah and I prefer so to be a princess. That's right. I mean, who wants to be the queen? Yeah. Seriously. That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Older. Diana and Elizabeth. Put them on a set of scales. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 of course you're going to choose the people's princess. You said that, Tim, to Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that Madonna isn't coming at me with one of her stilettos. She could crush me like a nut between those thighs, I've got to say. My brain will just pop out my ear. <laughs> what about... Can I just interrupt there for two seconds? What about when Madonna wore the, um, the Kylie Minogue Kylie and, and blaze? How awesome was that? I mean, and, and Kylie being in that in the room and um, with, with her name yeah. and blaze on the Was Madonna. Kylie in the room? I'm yeah, always confused yeah, yeah. by that. Yeah. She was. She That's was actually. Fun. There was a performance with, with Robbie Williams. Yeah, yeah and, and Kylie performed on with the same Robbie show. On the same right. show. Right. Um, they did kids, mm. so she was there. I wonder if Kylie was confused by that at, th- at first, though. Whether she's whether she was making. Maybe. Is it sarcastic? Yes, I know. But um, but I mean the fact that she Madonna had worn Britney before that. I don't think Madonna does anything sarcastically, and if she does, you're going to know. It She's was not very subtle clever. about it. She's I love the ambiguity of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. absolutely. And really, that's what Madonna works so absolutely. well in. Of course, yeah. of course. Even Kylie wasn't too sure what to think about it, mm. I think. Mm. I can um, remember her interviews. But mm. actually, when, when Kylie was diagnosed with breast cancer, Madonna mm. was one of the actual first to, yeah. to put something onto her website yeah. about Kylie and her... Um, yeah. And it was very sincere, and I have no doubt that yeah. Madonna has respect and admiration for Kylie. Mm. She's been to Kylie's shows, um, uh, at least two of them that I know of. Mm. And But she did annoy me once because she was on a radio interview, Madonna, and she was asked what her daughter Lola was listening to mm. at the moment. And she went, Ugh. And she actually made that sound. Yeah. Ugh. Kylie Minogue can't get you out of my head. And, <laughs> and the interviewer went, <laughs> and Madonna went, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was, I was offended. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know I that. wanted to take her head between my 
very untoned thighs <laughs> I mean, and do what I could. <laughs> but you, you, look, if you if you are Madonna, you if you are Madonna, expect your kid to be listening to I guess Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> so I can and see like why she was maybe a little bit upset, but at least I learned taste. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do just want to put on the record that I have been dying to see the pair photographed together just once, somewhere, and I can't believe in all these years, two massive pop careers, two of the the biggest, probably the two biggest female pop careers, not once have they been photographed together. Apparently they met together after some show, maybe even that one you're talking about. Mm. Not one photo. Mm. And is it be- a lot of a lot of the Kylie fans viciously state that it's because Madonna doesn't want to be photographed next to someone more beautiful than her? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how much truth there is in that. But I mean, are either of you like me? Mm. They want to see that collaboration or some acknowledgement, greater acknowledgement in public of each other, or are you both just like just let them do their own thing? I th- in my opinion, what let them do their own thing. I'm not interested to see Kylie stand next to Madonna. Really? Okay. No, because I know who's who I'm a fan of, and mm. yeah, like I'll always love Madonna, but. Just chalk and cheese, and I think it would almost, in my head, be wrong. Really? Yeah. I, per- I personally think because Madonna's the, the, the queen of pop, and Kylie's the princess of pop, mm. I w- I'd love them to do something together, whether it's just a, a, an awards show, live performance, or, you know, mm. a, you know, a song down the track. I, d- I just... You know, it's nice to see the Queen and the, and the Princess together. I mm. mean, that, that's what I think. Good for you, Michael. I think for me, it's it's quite deeply, disturbingly psychological mm. because mm. Uh, I think it's the Narnia love in me, like the dark force meets the light force. <laughs> what will happen when they collide? <laughs> it might be <laughs> something wrong with yeah. me. <laughs> could be interesting. It could be interesting. I'm not uh, sure about the vocal though. The vocals might not match, but no. yeah, we'll see. Uh, you ready for another yeah, humiliating <laughs> oh, <no>. lyrics <laughs> question? There ain't a doctor in this town who is more qualified than you, yeah, to be so adored. Oh my god, um, <laughs> give you a oh clue god. from the biggest album of her career, Fever. Um, um, Fever, it is Fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it to hey. What's the point in worrying about being cool when there's a million things to learn they never teach you in school? What, what album? It's from it's from the latest album. <laughs> uh, say, say that again. What's the point in worrying about being cool when there's a million things to learn they never teach you in school? Uh, it's not the new, 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 new single, Get Out of My Way. I can't even see the answers from over here. No. Hang on, maybe this will give you a clue. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Time to Talk. We're talking all things Kylie Minogue tonight, and I'm joined by two Kylie fanatics, much like myself. Do you remember the period where she left um, Stock Aiken and Waterman's team, PWL, and she declared it very proudly, uh, too, in a lot of interviews, which I always imagined back then must have really grated on, on the team that had produced her and uh, propelled her to the status that she was at. Do either of you have any recollections about that time? Well, I think it was after the Let's Get To It um, album, wasn't it? It was, yes. And then she released a couple of bonus tracks on the Greatest Hits collection, which rounded off that contract. That's right. And then Mm. there was was the What Kind of Fool 
single uh, and celebration. Yeah, and celebration. And um, another song on that um, which gets panned is um, "Where in the World." Oh, uh, you know what? That's one of my I love favorite. That song. Yeah, <laughs> it's one a good song. All time favorites. Where in the world would I be without you? <laughs> oh, no, that's really. Bad I'd join thing. in if I if I had the, uh, the lyrics yeah, yeah. in my head. To be I'm honest, really bad singer. <laughs> there you go. There's an admission that I don't know what the lyrics are. <laughs> but I mean, it was like I say, brave and. <laughs> I've got to admit, because I didn't know anything about the music industry back then, I was confused. Is she, is she going to keep recording music? What's she doing now? What does she mean it's time for a change? Were either of you, like me, a little bit concerned? Um, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest, because I, I was I think I was over Stock Aitken and Waterman mm. as a fan. I mean, I, I can't see her going on and on with Stock Aitken and Waterman. Like, mm. You know, she's had to move on and progress personally, I think, mm. for her. Uh, um and to be a little bit more creative, I suppose, in the music process, in the music have writing process, have more control, say, more yes, control, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, she she slunk into a bit of obscurity around that period, which was worrying as a, as a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. And in a moment, we're going to be talking about her um, one of many comebacks with the Kylie Minogue album <laughs> and the reaction to that, and what it really meant for Kylie fans and for Kylie as an artist, because it was like Rhythm of Love. Mm. Another watershed moment. We're talking about Kylie Minogue 94. We had Kylie, the first album, and then Kylie Minogue 94. They couldn't possibly be more worlds apart in terms of their musical style. And fans had waited a very long time between Let's Get To It and Kylie Minogue 94. I don't know how long it was, but as a fan, it felt like a very long period. I was very anxious. I wanted something new. Also anxious because we didn't know what Kylie was up to with this change of style. Do you both remember hearing Confide in Me for the first time? I remember it very well. I was actually um, overseas at the time. I was in the Middle East, <laughs> um, in Lebanon actually, and when the video first came out, and I was remember watching it going, oh my God, is that Kylie? What? You know, I, I just, I was quite shocked to actually hear that single as a Kylie Minogue first single. It just didn't sound anywhere near Kylie. But uh, musically, it was such a progression and it was it, it was definitely a grower and um, the video. Yeah. Mm. Video is a classic. And Olivia, it must have really fulfilled everything that Kylie wanted at the time, mustn't it? Because yeah. she really wanted something different. She wanted something mature. She wanted to be taken seriously. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and she wanted something stripped well. back. Yeah. That's what we wanted. We mm. wanted that exactly what she gave us absolutely in that song. Absolutely. More to the point, with pop music, what it comes down to, was it a good song or not? It doesn't matter about all the packaging around it, and that was a damn good song. Amazing song, amazing song. The interesting part about Confide in Me was uh, the vocal range needed and required. Mm. When you first listen to it, I have to admit, as a fan, I even was a bit suspicious about, gee, how much work have they done with this lady in the studio to get... Because I hadn't heard her sing like that before. Mm. In fact, this was the first time this was a musically trained pure voice it was mm. a fan- it's a fantastic voice she mm. showcased and seeing mm. confiding me sung live proved that mm. she could do it and she nails it live it's a beautiful beautiful song the range and the mm. vocals yep i've got to admit those first few live performances she did of it though she did shy away from that high note you know that one yeah. the fans sure. go wild for yep. she shied from that and yep. she would she do away with it but then intimate and live i think was the first time i saw her just mm. uh, and you hold your breath yes, up yeah. to that point as a fan. Yeah. We don't anymore. We know she can do it. Yeah. Back then, we held our breath. Yeah. Is she going to go for it? Yeah. 
Yeah, and she does that every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And look, I mean, Kylie Minogue '94. It was such a, a special album, really. I mean, it had such a feel to it as well. Um, it was very cohesive, which is a word we hear a lot, uh, debated a lot with Kylie. Are her albums cohesive or not? That one really was. It showcased showcased this brand new, mature style, and I love the way it finished up with this clever little nod to pop Kylie mm. in terms of it finished with the last track there was the M people track Time Will Pass You By mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was like I'm not yep. gone yep. I'm still here <laughs> yep. I can still do it yep. did you both like the album? yeah I did I really did like the album and especially that song as well it mm. just that just warms your heart mm. warms your heart Kylie album enjoy yourself rhythm of love let's get to it I feel like there were clear obvious choices for singles on those albums mm. from Kylie Minogue 94 onwards mm. That's where I can start to debate mm. the toss of the coin. Mm-hmm. And I think, what do, you, what do you think should have been? Time Will Pass You By? Should have been the fourth single, I reckon. She wouldn't have had a, a bar of that mm. because it was what she was trying to get away from. Yeah, that's it's right. a great song, though. Mm. What did we have? We had Confide In Me, Put Yourself In My Place. Where, and Where Is The Feeling? Where Is The... Which was mixed. That was very... What uh, about very that? Uh, the, the video, it was black mm. and white. Uh, the mix of Where Is The Feeling... It bothered me. That was the first time as a fan I was bothered. I loved the song, and when yeah, they chose it as oh, a yeah. single, yeah. and I remember reading in my smash hits, Where Is The Feeling Will Be The Next Single, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Kylie, I have a feeling behind the scenes might have been having a bit of an argument about this song because it was very poppy and fluffy, mm. and the compromise might have been, okay, let's get it mixed by some really cool producers mm. or remixes. But I don't think it was a very big hit at all for Kylie. Ooh, no. no. I think if they left it at the, um, the way it was... It would have been a bigger hit. Because I like the intro to it on the album mm. version. Mm. Where is the feeling? Yeah, absolutely. And look, when she's saying there's an acoustic version of Where is the Feeling, I don't know where on earth it was recorded, probably on a TV show in Britain or something, and it's completely acoustic and live. Fantastic. Mm. I wish I had it here to play, actually. It's, it's, it's a brilliant uh, version of the song. All three of us are big Kylie fans, and we know that in Cyberworld there are fan sites dedicated to Kylie Minogue. Mm-hmm. There is Kylie.com, the official site, which is a very, very poor fan site. <laughs> yeah. Everyone agrees with that. It's poorly updated, it's poorly mm. laid out, it's heavily monitored, mm. um, and the people who frequent it are strange, stranger than on other sites. <laughs> we all go to Say Hey here. Yeah. Um, Olivia, you were saying that you will read Say Hey but yeah. not necessarily contribute to it. No. My opinion on Say Hey is it's great for getting updates on Kylie, obviously getting the latest and greatest and what's happening, where she's been and what's going on. I just don't like the nitty-gritty and nasty, narky comments that people put on there. I can't be bothered with that, hence why I don't update it, I don't comment on it. I, I can't be bothered reading that. I've got other things to do with my time. But I like the fact that everybody shares what they have in the sense of, you know, latest things going on with her, that's great, but the rest of it I'm not interested in that. People have become more selfish on there. Talk about sharing. I think that there used True. to be... I think Neil, the man who runs it, has yep. cracked down on the copyright issue and maybe that's got True. something to do with it, but... I can't go and find, like when Aphrodite leaked Mm. um, well before its release date, actually Mm. not well before, it was actually surprisingly close close to the release date, but I couldn't get, nobody would send it to me. There was a, there was, 
either selfishness or fear, I don't know what it was, but mm. nobody would send it to me. And I <laughs> was very upset and it was very frustrating <laughs> to know it was out there and I couldn't get my hands on it. Michael, how do you think Kylie feels when she logs on, because inevitably she has to at some stage, and reads the fans <laughs> literally fighting <laughs> nastily and catholic <laughs> about the font used on one of the front of her single single CD singles? I, I know for a fact that Kylie does go and say hey. Um, I'm a big say hey member myself. How do you know for a fact? Because Is this after you showed of a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the, the, the moderators um, of say hey, not nil, uh, or the headless post, the headless postman. There is someone like that. Yeah, yeah. Th- they have um, confirmed that Kylie does indeed. Um, but I really feel sorry for Kylie. I mean, she really, um, when she does read those things, those comments mm. about her, they are quite sort of to the hurtful, mm. seriously. Like, And they mm. call themselves some fans. But I do think people go on there aren't really Kylie fans. They're there to stir up. Oh, absolutely. Trouble. They're, They're either Madonna trolls. or Lady Gaga. Madonna trolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Madonna, exactly right. Like, you, you, can, you, can tell, you can tell who they are. I mean, they're, mm. they're always so negative towards anything or everything that mm. Kylie does. It's okay to be, you know, opinionated. But mm. they're over and over again. They're the mm. same people. We know who they are. And they just Come on, of, name names. We're allowed. <laughs> well... No yeah. comment. No, that just shows the standard. And impossible if you're listening. You're a complete twat. <laughs> you're an ag- overly aggressive <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and you're not worthy. Let it out. Come on, let it out. <laughs> anyway, this is my revenge. You're getting back. Seriously. <laughs> These people think they're in the know. For now, me, I think now that Kylie I'm should catty. be embracing Kylie and sharing Kylie and be loving in all of Kylie, not the nitty and the you know nasty comments. I think that that's just, you know... Yeah. Ridiculous. I think they've got no, nothing better than in their time to do. Mm. It's always interesting too. Whenever there's an event in Kylie World that um, say hey comes to a grinding halt, have you noticed that? Yes. It's just you can't log on. You wanna you wanna yeah. find out. Oh, the video. It's just been released two seconds ago. And say hey, what happens? No, you can't log on. Oh, wh- why refresh, is that? refresh, refresh, is, refresh. Do, do you think they do it on purpose? purpose? No, I think Neil just can't afford a good plan. Quite <laughs> 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 Well, you know, hats off to Neil for doing such a great um, forum. Like, seriously, like, that's, that's the best Kylie. Um, even though there's some twats in Kylie's words, <laughs> well, we've got to have to deal with that. But yeah, I find it. I just often have to grin when I think of Kylie reading it. Like the Aphrodite font. Oh, look at the eye. Oh, the eye's terrible. She, she's got to remember though. Most of these people are gay. <laughs> Whinging queens, I'd like to say. Well, fair enough. <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Let's look at Kylie's uh, movie career to date. I, I, I personally thought she was fantastic in Delinquents. She really like um, showed that she can act. I like the de- Delinquents. I don't. I don't love it. Still to this day, I don't love it. It's not one of my favourite movies um, that Kylie's in. For me, Moulin Rouge when she did the Green Fairy, even though it was tiny and little. But the Delinquents, I felt was uh, probably for her age, it was okay to do. But mm. you know, we all make mistakes. I will forgive her. You know. So you see the delinquents as a mistake? Yeah, I think that I don't think it was really that. I think it was something she needed to do, but I and I understand it, but I still don't. What about besides the movie itself? It. What about her acting? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it was, it was all right. I don't know. For me, you know, I'd seen her in Neighbours, so it was comparing, you know, one with the other. It just wasn't. Hmm. Olivia, can I just say something? Yes. Kylie's very proud of that film. And I understand that she is, and I'm not saying that I hate <laughs> it. I'm just saying that it's not a film that I love, love. But not yeah. just saying her, it's the whole movie. You know, I thought it was... 
And I, I worry about Kylie when it comes to acting because I feel she can't help. It's all quite cynical. She she's mm. chosen things for particular career decisions. Yep. Street Fighter, mm. Biodome, America. Mm-hmm. And she really wanted America. And mm. I don't care what Kylie says. She's definitely more relaxed about it these days. But mm. boy, she was fiercely determined to crack that market yep. at one stage. Yep. And mm. it made her furious that she couldn't. But at Street Fighter and Biodome, to do those, I think, are a yep. good indication and evidence mm. of just how much she wanted. She was willing yeah. to be in a movie with John claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like enjoyed her on, on, the, on the right-hand side of Van Damme. Because I used to fancy him. <laughs> and apparently he's the one that um, taught her... Talked her into it? No, no, her, oh, about a butt buttocks. Yeah, oh, what was that story? There was a lot of butt talk, apparently, yeah. between Kylie and Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude Van Damme, which wasn't mm. true at all. He credits himself with Kylie's famous ass. Yes, that's right. Yes. That would be Jean-Claude Van Damme. But I remember Kylie <laughs> denied it. needs to grab a headline somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and Kylie denied it. By the way, there's a deleted scene I saw recently with her and Chung Lee, the character Chung Lee. Fighting. Oh, awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why so it was deleted. Yeah. <laughs> well, they left a lot of other crap in. <laughs> it was no worse. <laughs> Have either of you deigned to watch Biodome? A long, long time, long, long time ago. I remember seeing Biodome mm-hmm. and I was really wa- waiting for it to go in the cinemas, but it went to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're still waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Went straight to DVD, and um, I remember watching it, and I thought Kylie was so sexy in that film. Mm. Sorry to say, really, she had the nice ass. And then there's a there's a particular scene where Wait, she carrot. lies on Paul. What's her name? Um, Paul. Uh, Paul Paulie Shaw. Paulie Shaw. Paulie Shaw. <laughs> oh, he fancied her big time. They went out together. Well, he won't even talk yes. about it now if you, if you have an interview with him recently when he was here. Probably because he was almost sued. Thumbed his nose and w- almost walked out of the interview. Oh, I wouldn't talk about it. When he was asked one question about right? Kylie. That was yeah, Sammy Not here to... Oh, absolutely. They definitely yeah. had a fling, but she's mightily embarrassed and so she should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kylie. Do you remember the scene uh, with the carrot in Biodome? Giving, yeah, yeah. Giving head to a carrot. <laughs> Did you ever think you'd see Kylie doing that? <laughs> I want to know what her mum said when she watched that. <laughs> Carrot's a miracle. Was that like that? I don't remember the line. I, do I just remember it. watching it in complete yeah. shock. <laughs> I think that was quite... It's, it's very Kylie for me. <laughs> You're weird, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Kylie, very good. Kylie, Kylie can be naughty like that. Don't worry about that. But one of my favourite Kylie movies was The Magic Roundabout, and I know that sounds really strange, but that to me was such a cute movie. Like, so cute. Mm. Went with her voice. It was so cute. Magic roundabout. Yeah. I think she played opposite Robbie Williams yeah. too. That yeah. Was, mm. Yeah. And what else? She's been, she's been in a movie called Cut, um, um, which she was in for the first five, five minutes. Five minutes mm. and her tongue gets slashed. Even that, mm. I was... Yeah. Which is quite... Mm. Yeah. That wouldn't be good for a singing <laughs> yeah. movie, would it? No. <laughs> uh, um, then Sample People. Oh, she, she did that um, short film as well. Yeah, which Hay Ride to Hell. Oh, I really liked that. I thought that was excellent. Have you seen that? I yeah, I have. Seen it. Yeah, it's hard to oh. find actually. I don't think I've seen I've it. I've got it somewhere on DVD. <laughs> yeah, so do I. It's um, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, mm. twelve minutes I think. Twelve minutes mm. long. She has it recently actually um, did a film in New York. The movie in New York is uh, some horror flick apparently, and the photos that have come out are. Tattooed. She's tattooed. She's tattooed mm. and she looks a wreck. And I know mm. she's meant to. Um, mm. But yet, should she be acting? Should she give it away or should she keep trying? Because it's clearly something that she wants it's to progress to. She, wants to do. she really yeah. does. She, yeah. she, she plays it a bit coy, but mm. it's fierce in her. Yeah. She really wants to succeed in that area. Look, seriously, I would love Kylie to be in a musical film. You know what I mean? Uh, that, that'll, that'll be perfect for her. Because mm. not only singing, she's also acting. 
Olivia, could she have pulled off Nicole Kidman's role in Moulin Rouge? Um, I think she probably could have, yeah. Yeah, but I can only obviously see Nicole in that now, but I think she could have. But I think as well, you know, if you... I think that she should just accept, not that saying she shouldn't do movies, but accept that singing is your forte and that's your thing and that's what you should be doing. You know, I understand you always want more and do something else, but mm. that's what I love her in anyway. Mm, mm. But look, as she's getting older as well, like, you know, she's going to have so much more time mm. being an actress, I mm. think, in her later career. I, mm. I thought also the Doctor Who thing that she did as mm. well, that was... Um, what do you think? I, I I remember watching it back mm. in when I was in the UK, and um, I don't I thought that was okay. Oh God, when she in, when she got proposed to by that red blob, <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't help because I don't understand Doctor Who for a start, which doesn't help. But yeah, I saw no, the old man yeah. from um, that hyacinth bouquet was yes, in it. Yes, yes, yes. And um, and then a red blob saying, "Marry me, Carly." And yeah. it's, oh man, yeah. God, yeah. will you give up the acting? <laughs> well, I don't actually, actually if I'm going to be serious. I don't want her to give up the acting. No. I would like, like you said, look, stick with yeah, yeah. what you're good at, but yeah. I just want to, if she's going to do it, let's get serious about yeah, it, Colleen. Stop properly, these stupid little yeah. bit pieces. Absolutely. Go and take a year off, learn your lines really well, yeah. go to your acting coach or yeah. whoever it is like you do with your singing. Yeah. Do it properly. Yeah. I'm sick of these little t- embarrassing tidbits. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Mm. I agree. She needs, the, she needs the role. Just yeah. it, Look, any movie producer out there, please offer Kylie... <laughs> She was going to be in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes was a rumour at one point, and that's a musical like you said. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen the original, because I went and watched legally after I heard that rumour. She'd be great in that, if mm. if she put the dedication into it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she'll, she'll now something like that. Mm. So there we go. We've all got the faith in her. Mm. We just yeah. think she needs to maybe dedicate. Yeah, she's she's spreading herself yeah. too thin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. After Kylie Minogue, 94... Uh, was a reasonable success, really. I think it was a, much more of a success in the sense that it uh, gave her a lot of credibility, which she hadn't had before, um, and that produced some beautiful videos as well. With "Put Yourself in My Place" is is oh. fantastic. Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, it's really good stuff. Oh, Impossible Princess would come to, which of course had all kinds of dramas with the death of Diana, leading to change the name to Kylie Minogue again in Australia. I believe it's, it remained Impossible Princess. Yeah. Ooh, what a! I can't help but just start off on a negative note by saying bad choice of lead single. Bad, bad, mm. bad. Totally. Bad yeah. choice of lead single. She wanted again. She's always running away from something, Kylie. Mm. She wants to always prove a new point. So some kind of bliss, I believe, falls into that basket trying to prove something. Mm. What did you both think when you saw that? See, I really loved that? some kind of bliss. I really did, and I really liked that whole album, even though a lot of people didn't. And she still says now, what does she say, Michael, that that was for her fans in that sense, but mm. her fans loved it. I mean, I loved it. I really loved it. And that was the first concert <clears throat> I saw of hers whole in its in its entirety live as well. Mm. So I really liked it. Having said that, I, I remember I was underwhelmed by some kind of bliss. Mm. I thought she looked fantastic in the video. <laughs> she always does oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> she always does. Yeah. Let's face yeah. it. She, she's, her videos are always... Mm. You know, pretty top notch. Mm. But some kind of bliss was very confusing to me as a mm-hmm. fan. Mm. Um, I agree. I, I don't know why it was confusing. I didn't understand that genre of music, if you can call it a different mm. genre. I didn't understand the video, even though I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm still confused by that man out of the press gang. I think he was running around. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think believe he was meant to be a thief or something. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a thief. Yeah. Was I think? And, and I've watched it many times, like every guy, and I still don't understand yeah. it. Did they end up taking him jail? Why does she have a ponytail sometimes and then not? <laughs> She's still driving the same bloody car. I, I don't get it. 
Let's go down this impossible princess path, though. But you say, Michael, it was embraced by Australia. Mm. It did reach number four, I believe, in, at its peak position mm. uh, in Australia, mm. less in the UK. It's not seen as a commercial success. It, it generally isn't considered to have been embraced. Mm. It was a good album, though, wasn't it? I, it was. It was. It, it will remain a fan's favourite. She's a great songwriter, and that, that album actually proves it. She had to have it because she needed to prove something to herself. Mm. She needed to prove something to everybody. Um, it was a dangerous time for her to experiment, though. Off the back of Kylie Minogue 94, mm. wasn't absolutely huge. It wasn't a failure, but mm. it wasn't huge. Mm. And then to release something which was quite alternative, not mainstream, mm. the, it was a dangerous period. And I remember... The knives were out big time. Yep. Not in terms of saying the album was terrible, in terms of saying she's lost her way, mm. she's over and done with, she's mm. past her prime. I remember yeah. that very, and I remember that was probably the first time I started to wonder if maybe they were right. Mm. Because I thought if she keeps going down this road, because mm. she never said, I'm going to make Impossible Princess, then I'll return to, to what I do. She never mm. said that. It seemed like mm. she had made a statement, this is what I do now. Mm. Mm. Bjork, Bjork style. Mm. Mm, true. See, I think she was personally lost. Mm. You know, she didn't know who she was at that time mm. or where she should be heading musically. So I think that And I guess until you try something that's... Then you figure out, okay, yeah. maybe this isn't, isn't really me afterwards. That's right. This isn't what I do. Yeah. Now I can go back to what I do or go a different way with what I do. The lyrics are poetry on Impossible mm. Princess. Mm. And William Baker, her long-time confidant and mm -hmm. stylist and friend. Gay yes. husband. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that one. He often points out, if you want to understand Kylie, read those lyrics. Mm. Mm. And I, I really don't think they do explain her. Anyway, I think they explain a period in her yeah. life. Yeah. I right. think she's definitely evolved since then. Yeah. Mm. Um, the music itself, it, mm. what did you think of the music? It was dark and moody, wasn't it? It, was all, it, wasn't, it wasn't cohesive. Would you say it was cohesive? No, but I, I liked those dark... I liked the dark lyrics and the... Bjork. Yeah, I, li I liked that style in that time, you know, and hey. it said where she was, you know, limbo, lost in limbo. Mm. She's lost. Yeah. I'm not sure. Limbo. I don't know which, which side am I in, where am mm. I, you know? That should have been the first single, I think. Mm. I, I think Impossible Princess should only be played at night because it's just... If you put it on at night, it's it's got such a soul and a mm. mood to it. Mm. And mm. Um, I actually do think it was cohesive. I think it's got this vein running right through the whole thing from way to go. Yeah. Again, like Kylie Minogue 94, it proved something to people, didn't it? Mm. Mm. Yep. Versatile. She, yeah. she can do other things. And her vocals in that was very different and very experimental for her vocals as well to show a different style of vocal. Mm. Absolutely. That's what I liked as well. She you needed know, From to chopping and changing to singing and then really high breathy notes. Absolutely. Mm. I actually think her vocals on that album yeah. are probably the best of any album. Mm. If you listen to Through the Years, which mm -hmm. I'll play in Absolutely. a moment. I love that song. <laughs> Just yeah. so um, ah, pure. Beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And full of character. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic album. And I love the cover. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that was the 3D. Yeah, the yeah. 3D one. The 3D, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Coming out of the, the... Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic mm. cover. Mm. Yeah. Limited edition too, apparently, that. Mm. I've got about 600. I've got that signed somewhere, you know? Do you really? Yeah, <laughs> when she came... When the album was released, she did the H&B signing mm. in um, um, Pitt Street, and I remember giving her a rose. <laughs> so that was uh, one of... Yeah, one of the times I, I met her. And she was so hot looking, I remember back in there, those days. What do you mean, was... 
She still is, but she's <laughs> no, she's every time every time I've actually met her mm. or seen her, she's different looking. What, is, <laughs> what does Kylie smell like? Did you have a good sniff? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> a good question. She's sweet and she's um, my darling. Sweet darling? I oh, know. She, uh, she probably did smell like that she at signing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> but she's a class act. Yeah. No denying that. Yeah, and you felt that when you met her. Oh, all the time. Mm. This is like, this, when she looks at you and that, that eye contact. Mm. You, know, you just melt and you think, oh, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Quick, Michael, say something. So, yeah. I, I, I love, you have to share this with the people listening. What, what did you, um, after you've showed her the Kylie tattoo one time, right? Uh, uh, and then the next time you met her after that, uh, what, okay. what was the first thing you asked her? Okay, do uh, you, yeah. let's just be honest with that. <laughs> what did you ask Kylie? Uh, what did I ask her? Do you remember me from the Kylie show? Do you remember me? <laughs> yeah. From the Kylie show, I didn't know who I am. How acted. arrogant. <laughs> and did she say, of course. And the first thing I said, the first, words, the first thing I said to her, look, you know, look, I love you. <laughs> but I said, do you, I said, I, I was part of your Kylie show. No, London. you're skating over it now. You said, I love you, do you remember me, yeah. didn't you? I said, something along those lines. And like, <laughs> He's backtracking, isn't he, Olivia? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, I think she did remember me. <laughs> are you all jealous? <laughs> I know you are, Tim. Oh, yeah. Connie is such a perfect lady that she would never say, no, I don't know who you are, who's this crazy person. <laughs> of course she would have smiled and nodded and said, yeah, I remember you. Of course you. she did. Yeah. <laughs> and In was, the old Aussie way, she probably went, yeah, sure, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> mate. Uh, You're listening to It's Time to Talk, a fantastic Kylie special tonight. Give us a call on 65852233. Here's the song that we were talking about. Impossible Princesses Through the Years. Listen to her vocals on this one. Through the Years, Kylie Minogue, and a fantastic Impossible Princess track. Hope you're enjoying the special tonight. We're talking all things Kylie Minogue. A little bit of trivia. Are you ready to uh, redeem yourselves, ladies and gentlemen? Come on, Olivia, you got to beat me this time around, surely. <laughs> I feel like speed, I feel like liquid, I give in to you. I don't need anyone. Well done! Yeah! Michael scores a point! Yes, well done. <laughs> Hang on. I was always going to beat Olivia. I'm just going <laughs> to emblazon the plaque right now. <laughs> Michael scores a point. Yay! Uh, Here's a hard one. Too many trusted word was said. Through the years. My body was porous. Through the years. Nice. Yay. Very nice. Olivia, what's going on? Oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, can't be bothered? Oh. Can't be bothered competing with Michael and me. <laughs> oh, right. I was about to say, cast thee from the studio. Walking in... This is... Michael's already getting ready to go. Yeah, this is a short already one. already on the buzzer. Walking in solo, everyone drops. Walking in solo, I think. Hey, summer madness. Yeah, no, no, I do know. Um, Fever album. Yeah, it's a man. Everything cool. Good. Hey, summer madness. Totally cool. My heart starts racing when I see you. God, Struth. Can I give more of a clue? She had a big dress in the Fever tour. And one time it fell off and exposed all the Oh my god, burning up, I'm burning up. Burning up, <laughs> well done. I'm so sorry. I've got a short term memory loss. <laughs> Here's a broader question. 
I actually did have one. Oh. What, what do these three songs have in common? Got to be certain. Never too late. What do I have to do? Where is the feeling? Kylie sings them all. <laughs> yes, you can get <laughs> half a point for that. Breathe, love at first sight. Got to be certain, never too late. What do I have to do? Where is the feeling? Breathe, love at first sight. Tell me if you have absolutely no idea. I have no idea. You're flicking through a Kylie no, book. Not. That's not going to help you, lady. <laughs> um, what they all have in common. Yeah. Mm. Are they all mixed by somebody? No. Same record label? Nice tries. Um, it's to do with where they are on the albums, where they're placed. Okay, what, what, what was the song We're dealing again? with a real fight uh, here. Third, are got they, to be certain. Yeah. Never too late. They're third singles? They are third singles. Well yeah. done. Okay. Brings us to a, a difficult part for any Kylie fan to face up to. We're going to talk about the moments in Kylie's career that have disappointed us, left us wanting more, things that we've disagreed with. They're, if you're a true Kylie fan, there are times where you have felt Kylie, what are you doing? Or what is the record company doing? What are those moments that you can think of that spring, bang, right into your head where you think, I was disappointed, I I felt a bit let down there? For me, it was the Kylie show. Mm. Um, That whole... uh, I was excited when I heard it was coming out, uh, you know, like any fan, excited to watch it, excited to see what it was. And I remember watching the first 10 minutes with one of my other, you know, really close friends, and I had to turn it off. I was disturbed by it. I couldn't understand what she was doing. I couldn't understand... The thought process. She looked terrible. Her outfits looked terrible. Her dresses were falling off her her arm. I didn't understand it. It took me a long time to actually watch that from start to finish because it disturbed me so much. I know that Michael loved it because he was in part of it, but for me that was my. I didn't understand it at all. I didn't find it funny. And and, and I will side with Olivia there. It's one of those moments that I, Mm. and I remember it went to air in the UK. I got on my computer as usual, battled like all hell against my Mm. lack of technological skills to get a Mm. a file. Watched it. Disturbed is a good word. Mm. Parts of it I thought, wow, you're a superstar, Kylie. Exactly, really average of what the level she was showing us that she could do that just didn't make sense. Because sometimes I think she forgets she's not just celebrity, she's gold celebrity. Absolutely. Gold celebrity. That was not what she does. No way. If she'd done it, you know, for me in the sense of when she did the Kath and Kim scene with, you know, her Mm. and Danny Mm. being silly, if that's what the whole thing was about and you were just poking fun at yourself, I would laugh and say, yeah, because that was funny if that's mm. what you're doing, but it wasn't serious because mm. it was just, it, to me, it just was not what she was doing. And cameos are cool. Absolutely, know. absolutely. You know, we've, I love the Sonny and Cher show and if that's what she was trying to do, but you look at even the Sonny and Cher show from back in that day to what if it was trying to be modelled on that, it wasn't even close. And like you say, there was... A lot of things wrong with the Kylie show. We're talking about the concept of it there, but you've also mentioned the styling. Absolutely. um, To have her shoulder strap falling off her dress halfway through, she had to keep putting it back on. Which song are you talking about there? I don't Um, remember. I'm not sure the song, but it's a blue, uh, an an aqua blue dress. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. First performance of wow. And it was just, how can your strap be falling off? Like, Mm -hmm. this is Kylie we're talking about. You know, she's a well-oiled machine, number one. But this is on TV, and that and that's it. Just was really well, C grade. Can I just say something there? But when I was actually there filming, there was only two takes. Per... I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That is not good enough. Not good enough. Fix that strap. 
that's not the level that I expect to see. Like, we've all seen instances where she might have got caught in an outfit, as you mentioned, Tim, you know, when the dress fell off. These things do happen. That's when it's intimate and it's live and it's on the show. Not in something pre-recorded like that. Mm. And she would have seen that looking back and... I hope so someone told her. Since you're telling us <laughs> what you really think here, uh, tell us about the, the, the uh, supposed comedy segments in between. Some, some were okay. Some were okay. I, I did like the Kylie and Danny skit. I did because they were poking fun at each other. That, I understood that. And mm. that, yeah, that's okay to do. It was clever. It was. It was. But the rest of it, what I just What about the beginning when she was like Charlene? Mm. Yeah, again, like... I feel just taking Mickey, taking the Mickey out of herself. I got I like that, that. that. That was okay in that sense because that was funny, but then she flipped and went serious on me and I couldn't understand you being silly and now you're being serious trying to say what. And then you, you go, really Michael, confused. from that skit, bouncer skit at the beginning yeah. to... Can't get you out of my head. What was she wearing? Mm. Uh, gee whiz. Somebody on Say Hey, and I <laughs> promise you it wasn't me, said that she looked like uh, a Malaysian drag queen. Mm. <laughs> And, and I've got to Absolutely. admit, half of that stuff she did, like I don't it's understand. That's different. Yeah, and different is all right. I don't mind different, but I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I know. But I, Michael, you were there. Uh, you were hmm. part of which? Which songs were you part of in the I audience? I got to be certain and um, cosmic. Okay, so those last gold dress moments. There's one thing that, that um, a lot of fans didn't like was the fact that you had to be between 18 to 30 years old to be part of the IT. Yeah, the, the you've just pushed my hot button there. I was seriously. Kylie is, for me, so much about acceptance and tolerance, mm. and um, she embraces everybody. Yet here she was for the Kylie show, mm. um, and I don't care if people will say it wasn't her; it was the people producing the show. Kylie needs to take her portion of blame for that because mm. she's At she's the, the star day, show. exactly. Mm. And and there they were discriminating mm. against the very hardcore group of fans like us who are over that age limit. However, you snuck in there, Michael. I don't know. Yeah, do you know why? Because I was just very... uh, very, You look young. Yeah. (laughs) I was very polite about it. And you lied. Yeah. No, no, I didn't lie. I said that I was 31 and I was in London and I'm from Australia and... I sent them a picture that was four years ago on the front cover, <laughs> front cover of a magazine, which got me through. I'm not lying. <laughs> but I did tell them that I was 31 mm. in the email. But so. it was just very cynical to have, mm. to, to, you're not invited yeah. to my party. And I think that from, like, just to focus on the Kylie show, if if she was happy with it and if everyone was happy with it, she would have done another one. And she hasn't. Mm. That, to me, is the proof in the pudding right there. Good on you. I don't know how it rated either. I mean, possibly no. possibly not very well. I'm not mm. sure. I know. It did, did well over there, I think. Did but, it? But with Kylie, I'm disappointed. Disappointed might be a bit too harsh of a word, but I, I'm often left a bit uh, feeling a bit hollow about the fact that she's very quick to distance herself from things she's done in the past. If I even remember going back to after she left Neighbours, there was a period where they were trying to market, the Neighbours team were trying to market Mm. Scott and Charlene, the love story. Mm. She came out publicly. First of all, there was legal action taken, an injunction to stop the release. It wasn't as if you can blame it on Minders because she herself went on Hinch, Hinch's television program and explained why she wanted it to be stopped. Mm. She didn't manage to have any success in that area, and rightly so. She distances herself from... She's not. I don't believe that in public, at least, she's very good at self-reflection. She mm. doesn't. She's mm. the type of girl who loves to just look forward mm. to the next thing, mm. and so therefore, it leaves me as a fan sometimes. Like with X, there she was at the time, spruiking it, mm. but then 
now around Aphrodite time, she'll turn around and say, yeah, okay, well, it wasn't particularly good and it wasn't very cohesive. And she often does this. I can think of many examples where she'll turn around after the fact and either diss something she's done in the past or distance herself from it completely, as if washing her hands. Have you noticed that yourselves? Mm, yeah, I guess so. I think that... I think even though, you know, obviously I've been harsh on the Kylie show, you know, it's all right to do things and look back and think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that or that was the time in my life, etc. I mean, I remember reading just recently, you know, her discussing of, you know, if she was to go back on Neighbours, etc., etc. You know, I think that embrace what you've done in the past. All I suppose she, she, yeah, well, there you go, yeah. you're giving me a counter yeah. argument there. She, she's yeah. embracing, and, yeah. and, and I suppose I can think of lots of examples where mm. she's embraced the past mm. too in terms of... Um, well, she still performs I Should Be So Lucky true, and, true. and as a celebration yeah. now. Mm. And you remember that she was really embarrassed of the old songs, mm. you know, and then all of a sudden first, she's, yeah. she's changed now. She's yeah. like now embracing it. I think it's, as you said earlier, Kylie's as you age, it, yeah. it, you slowly yeah. accept what's in the past. and yeah. She's a lot more confident in, in embracing mm. all that past. Mm. It's, it's your past, mm. you know, it makes you who you are today. Yeah, exactly. I, I get really frustrated that she doesn't dance anymore. Um, when when I first fell in love with Kylie, she she's a bit was, of a dancer. <laughs> she was like a frog in a sock. If you, if you watch those live performances of Shocked and What Do I Have to Do with Venol, my favourite man, I think Venol should be brought back big time. <laughs> Kylie, bring Venol back, and I want there to be a Facebook page dedicated to this. If you know how to do it, create one, please. But uh, yeah, she just doesn't dance anymore. I don't know how mm. much longer she can get away with the slinky arm movements and the, you know, the strutty walk. I, mm. I wonder. I mean, she is getting away with it, but I think a big part of the entertainment has been taken away. And after she returned from cancer, mm. I understand her energy mm. levels were down, mm. but I couldn't understand why just one spot in that show or any subsequent show, she couldn't just Janet Jackson it out, oh my God. basically. It reminds me, on a night like this... The tour shocked, but dancing with that, that Jeanette Jackson sort of, mm. <laughs> that was amazing. Mm. You know, I remember them lifting her up like she's, you know, mm. she's a good dancer. She mm. is, and mm. so many people say she can't dance. Oh, you no. go back to Never Too Late mm. and and no. all those ones. She her mm. choreography might be simple or lame or whatever, but she can pull the moves, oh. and she looks natural. Some people look natural dancing. Mm. She does. Yeah. It frustrates me she won't dance anymore. When, mm. when was the last time we saw Kylie dance? I bet we all have to rack our brains for that. Mm. Oh, I suppose with Get Out of My Way, apparently she's... So there's a dance... There's a dance... Seen mm. um, mm. Choreography. Mm. Apparently. With I, I, that, with the live shows that she's been giving. I've been on dial-up mm. internet, so I haven't been able to watch it. It's very frustrating, but mm. apparently she does bust a move. So, well yeah. done, Kylie. <laughs> and, and keep it up. Uh, and also, I'm going to throw in the... Uh, Moments that have left you feeling a bit funny uh, when she hosted the People's Choice Awards in Sydney. Everyone was talking about the accent at that time because nobody... She put it on. Yeah, she'd gone to England. There wasn't stuff mm. like YouTube back then, so we couldn't see what she was doing on the shows over there. So, mm. And it was a shock when she came back and she was talking... Mm. In a very strange way, indeed. Mm. Mm. But then, if you've been back to the dancing, I mean, I don't know. I think that she still dances a fair amount in her concerts now. I think, as you said, after she came back, obviously from the cancer, everything was a lot slower. And I remember seeing that concert, you know, after and thought, you just take your time, girlfriend. You have a drink if you want to have a drink, you know, do whatever you want to do just to see back is good. Kylie says, but relax. Then, yeah, That's but then right. in saying that as well, you know, how old is she now? 
it gets a bit slower when you get a bit older, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm, talk of experience, so, are we, Olivia? <laughs> <laughs> no, not trying to, you know, in that sense of, you know, obviously defending her, but you know, as time goes on, you know, you can't sing and dance and move around as but much. But Olivia, as you she can. gave it up a long time ago, though. Mm. She did. Mm. She before mm. the cancer, mm. she was not. I, I look back to on a night like this. That was the first time I noticed because my God, she did dance Absolutely, on a yeah. night like this yeah. to it. Yeah. She danced, yeah. mm. but I remember thinking, "You're not dancing as much as you used to." And then when Fever mm. came out, there was a lot of this very avant-garde type mm. movement, Hand and, and this man who had come, this world-renowned fans will know who I'm talking about. This um, choreographer, oh, okay. little yeah, bald yeah. man. Very uh, nice. Raphael Bonchiali, whatever his name is, sounds right. And yeah, <laughs> I think he must have listened to her that mm. she wanted something that looked effective, yeah. was mature, yeah. but also didn't require as much energy, I suppose. Because so. mm. she does focus on her vocals. Which is true. Which yeah. is 100% live. So. Absolutely. She's mm. even said recently during these round of Aphrodite mm. interviews, I'm not interested in choreography. Mm. Give me a day in the studio anytime. That's I'd much right. prefer to be doing that than spend. She mm. said she gets bored yeah, learning yeah. choreography, mm. which is a shame for me to hear, but I, I guess I'm going to have to live with that. William Baker. Should we get rid of him? Do, do we I'm want... scared because I still want to go out in, in Oxford Street in Sydney, so I'm going to be tread carefully now. Ah. Look, look, look <laughs> William Baker's done a fantastic job with Kylie over, over the years. He has, Seriously, absolutely. He has. And, yeah. um, and don't be a tall poppy and cut him down just because he came along with hot pants and now he's, you know, no, now no, he's somebody, I, I, Michael. No, so. no, I, I total. Ha- don't you know. be jealous. <laughs> he's her gay husband, that's why I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he he's done a great job with the, with the with the with the hot pants. Um, you know, even with the recent Aphrodite cover album photography. Yeah, I mean, God, I was quite surprised mm. even to see his name on those you know on this on the sleeves there. Mm. But um, yeah, I I think I look. It's we think it's time for Kylie to move on. Yeah, I think a change. Um, a change is good, and like I, I can see it with the choreographer now. Is I think it's time for a change with with William Baker. Mm. There seems to be a bit of distancing anyway happening quite organically and naturally. I don't know if I'm right about that or not, but he just seems to be a little bit less on the scene than he has been in the past. Yeah, but that's what you think. But I think he seems to be still there and a lot of his influence is still Mm. coming through. And it's not Mm. that it's a bad influence in my head, but I want to see something different now, something more, evolve a bit more. I'm I'm pretty sure... Kylie knows through Say Hey, I suppose, that we all think that it's time for William Baker to move on. Mm-hmm. So they've kept it a bit hush-hush. So you how, do, do, how, <laughs> how do you move on from a, from a best friend, though? Mm. How do you tell a best friend to nick off? It's not even telling a best friend to nick off. I think as a best friend, you know that she needs to, you know, he must be bored. Wouldn't he be bored? Well, even the Golden Girls went their separate Hello. ways. Exactly. God rest their souls. But you're right. Look, I think I think a lot of the fans get uh, um, concerned about William Baker because he appears to overstep his bounds. Mm. He's a stylist. He's involved with clothes, but it seems that he overreaches into areas where we feel that he's not overly qualified. There's no doubt the man is a genius when it comes to clothing Absolutely. and yeah. style. Absolutely. And God, we we overman so much for what he's done yeah. for Kylie's image, but when we see him picking up a home handy cam and creating a video clip for one of the world's mm. greatest, mm. what we believe is one mm. of the world's greatest stars, mm. all I see, mm. it's hard to swallow. Absolutely. I think that don't not be her best friend because he will always be her best friend in that sense. And I don't, I don't think it's so much as saying, you know, best friend, you know, go your own way, but in the sense of a, of a professional relationship, mm. you know, 
maybe have a step back. But so, then on the flip side, that for him to do the White Diamond video uh, DVD mm-hmm. with her, that to me like was to see a different side of Kylie, you know. But you never. I, did, I don't know if she would have if she would have done that without his influence in that. So I'm not saying it's all bad, William, uh, but it's so hard the the White Diamond documentary because I I love owning it, I love having seen it, mm. I love that it's out there, but, but I can't help but think this was. Like a kid in the family picking up the camera again Mm-mm. and fulfilling some personal desire yeah. to be a documentary maker mm. using mm. somebody who He's is world class. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it shouldn't yeah. have happened. And quite mm. frankly, mm. White Diamond was flawed in so many fundamental ways. It was very, um, first of all, the content was very blase. He didn't really give mm. us an insight mm. into Kylie, yeah. really. Mm. I really don't believe. And that was through, he's not an interviewer, so he wasn't yep. probing her. And he, ha- I believe he had that opportunity, but being so close to her... Couldn't and wouldn't. Yeah, couldn't yeah. and wouldn't, yep. exactly. Yep. And I also just think there's lots of other parts about White Diamond that were a bit flawed. The editing was a bit clumsy. Mm-hmm. It was a bit clunky, really. And For me, I like the beh- behind-the-scenes footage. That's what I like the most out of yeah. the concerts and the yeah. shows. That's, that's yeah. the stuff that I like to see that mm. you don't see from the other side of the stage, obviously, you yeah. know, and, you know, to see Bono on stage with her, you know... Mm. That kind of clippets and, you know, Mm. that's what I enjoyed, you know. I don't understand the level of hatred Mm. uh, on Say Hey. People are vicious about the man Mm. and I think that we owe him a lot. I've met him uh, uh, very briefly Mm. and I tell you what, he was nothing but a gentleman to me Mm. and I was a psychotic fan. I leapt over chairs to get to him Mm. and I remember asking him. It was Showgirl Homecoming, number one, first concert back for Kylie after cancer. Um, and he was standing there, with, I think, with his camera. <laughs> some people angry. Um, and, and I asked, oh, it was in the intermission, because I remember saying to him, that was amazing, Kylie wasn't wearing shoes. She's mm. never done that on stage mm. before. Uh-huh. And instead of looking at me like, God, what kind of weirdo are you to know that? He, he said to me, yeah, she's always wanted to do that, and I'm really proud of her that she did it tonight. Oh, so, and look, yeah. he, was, he was a gentleman, though, to me. Yeah. So I can say, you know, he doesn't deserve that level no. of vitriol that he gets on, on Say Hey. We are, we are. However, we are, we're all in consensus move on, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bit mean, but, isn't it, really? But Kylie's got that sort of, like, she always holds on. She's a loyal girl. Yeah, she's, she holds on yeah. to the ones that she works or she has worked with mm. in the past, and she's very loyal. There are a whole yeah. catalogue of songs that Kylie has recorded. The, mm. the general public hasn't heard them, but they're gems, and they showcase a different side of Kylie. Paper Dolls comes to mind. Paper Dolls. That's mm. a nice acoustic type yeah. of song. Strong mm. voice. Mm. Cute little song. Mm. White Diamond. Ocean Blue. Yeah. Uh, White Diamond. Yeah. yeah. Ocean Blue. Ocean so. Blue and Paper Dolls almost very, like yeah, sisters, yeah, aren't they? they are. Very similar. Um, mm. White Diamond is a treasure. Yeah, I think so oh, too. Totally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Come on strong. Yeah, we're okay. talking about the ballad version of White Diamond, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, 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 yeah um, Come on strong, which we've spoken about before. What about the song "You Are There"? Um, <laughs> she was recording some jazz standards at one stage. She, oh, I think it's a dream she wants mm. to do. And oh, "You Are okay, There" yeah, is yeah. absolutely beautiful. beautiful song. Beautiful. I, I challenge anyone to listen to this and not tell me that this isn't Kylie jazz. Well, jazz Kylie. world class, mm. yeah, world yeah. class mm. jazz. Yeah, it's absolutely mm. sensational. And listen to the words too, because they're actually quite upsetting. Oh, so yeah. if you want to be upset, listen carefully. <laughs> you are there, Kylie Minogue. Oh. Yeah. 
a beautiful song, You Are There, a tribute to William Baker, perhaps. Um, a little bit of Kylie trivia before we move on. Kylie yep. trivia. Woo-hoo. All right, now, come on, Olivia, get pumped. Whoa, winner takes it all. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. See, Danny always wants to step into the limelight when she's not wanted, doesn't she? <laughs> oh. oh, God. Someone's getting nasty tonight, isn't it? What have I just... Have I had something to drink? <laughs> Apologise to all the people I've mentioned in the past five minutes. Uh, a bit of Kylie trivia. Oh, gee. Okay, buckle up, baby. Feel my speed. Take it from zero to 60. Yeah, uh, body, body language? Ah. Oh. Stand, stand, um, stand up. What is it? I mean, still standing. Still standing stand up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not still standing. Um, it's not still standing. It's a rap. Us, us, can you say that again? It's a rap. Yeah, buckle up, buckle baby, baby. Feel my speed. Oh my god, I know that. Take one. it from zero to sixty. Take you home. Whatever. Well done. Yes, secret. Take you home. <laughs> Woohoo! Can we talk about Kylie rapping? Should she rap ever? <laughs> um, that rap was pretty cool in that song. <laughs> 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 well, Draped over a motorbike. She's done Eminem, and uh, now he's like, you know, on number one. Yeah, she, he's, he's number one all over the world, mm. isn't he? <laughs> Damn him and his talent. <laughs> what about um? She's rapped on One Boy Girl. Do you remember that off the Rhythm of Love album? Hey, yo, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, this one girl thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I, I think I like the girl rapping. Um, Kylie just says a couple of words. I like the sentiment too. Yeah. It doesn't pay to stay or be good. <laughs> Slut around. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> it's quite the opposite of all the yep. lovers in a way. <laughs> yes. um, look, she, she experiments with different styles. Rapping's one of them. She she does get panned for it. One Boy Girl, I, I thought it was yeah, good what? when I was that age. Can I say something? Great. One Boy Girl was my favourite song on the album. And what about, uh, we, we have to give a nod on while I'm thinking of it to Jazzy P. Uh, love her. <laughs> she's, she's such a fan favourite, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to get sexy. Yo, <laughs> Yo Kylie. <laughs> yeah, I remember. D- is it true that she stole uh, that show when she came out <laughs> with I, that I, costume? Uh, she was amazing. Let's get to it. I think, it, I think I don't know about stealing the show. Yeah, I know, but it was a big, like, <laughs> wow. I'm like, yeah. what's going on? She is a big uh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Half the audience were frightened in cheering <laughs> for her. She's <laughs> getting sexier. She's a great girl, though, because obviously in the shocked video too, wasn't she? Was that, that was the same? That's her, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's oh well, of course that's why she. Yeah, because there the were two. Camera adds pounds. What was that? The camera adds pounds. <laughs> I'm sure she put on more pounds no, from the video. Yeah, Big right. camera. Yeah, you're right. After Impossible Princess, there was great calls from fans for Kylie to return to what she did best, um, pop music. And she was definitely, genuinely a bit frightened. Mm. I think that she quite literally considered what what other career directions can I take because it did look like her career could be dead and buried. She said herself that if spinning around hadn't have worked, she doesn't know what she would have done. Was it exciting to hear Pop Kylie back in true uh, an absolutely fantastic form too? Like Light mm. Years, amazing album. Mm. Yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely, one yeah. of definitely. Um, yep. Seeing her come back with spinning around. Yeah, the video. Mm. Oh my god! And, video, her, and the words to that song as well was just like, yeah. "I'm back, stick it up to you." You mm. know, yeah. and mm. her, just the way it starts with her like yep. with the shoes yep. and then over absolutely. the top of the couch. Like the video yep. is just amazing. Like mm. seriously, it is a great video. Yeah. Very iconic. Oh, mm. very. And, and she looked well uh, to me. She looked 
more mature than she ever had before. The haircut, yeah. she and and I loved the the cover art for that with the hula hoop, the pink. Yeah. Um, I just the whole package it just came together, didn't it? Yeah. Really. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And follow it up with a song like "On a Night Like This," oh. which is just genius the video I, as well absolutely oh and the video yeah what was that video about i've got a real problem with concepts i don't understand things yeah. unless they're literal mm. what was the whole deal with that old man was he a well, i think he's an it's actor isn't he isn't he an sure. actor um I, I think i think he was an actor and <laughs> i remember kylie saying something along the oh he's a famous actor yeah, in real life yeah, yeah. yeah but what was what was he doing i don't understand why she's jumping into a I pool she, he was a sugar daddy and that's how she got her diamonds and they just take your clothes oh. off yeah well what well, as you do because you have to do these things for diamonds and i don't know but what she did. had against the vase i didn't understand that isn't though. she dead in the video <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's what i isn't thought isn't this i you see dead people dead. movie I don't know. I don't know. That's Did you really think she was dead picture. in the movie? Yeah, I was thinking. Like, I can't, I can't blame could, you. I'm not mocking you. You know I'm, how they're they're in the in the house mm. and she gets a dress and chucks it at, at them. Yeah, well, that's not and what dead people generally do. Down and, uh, maybe she so was she's like, a ghost. An illusion. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I I had. Well, see, that. it's all open to interpretation. Mm, true, true. Your idea is not silly. Mm. Many might think it is. <laughs> But I don't, <laughs> because I don't have a better idea for you. So. But that song is funny. It's one of the most uh, commonly in my circle of friends anyway who got married. Most bridal waltzes, that's their bridal waltz song. Bridal waltz? As in like when you come out from the you know the wedding reception and you're going to enter the... On a night like this. Yeah, and they do their first mm. dance to that. <laughs> that's that's good. Um, <laughs> Just a bit tidbit for you, Tim. That's some trivia for you. Obviously, we've no, been I going too long. To that question, I'm not understanding anything. Um, no, but it was a fantastic album. Um, a single choices again, controversial though. We had spinning around. Most people are unified in mm. agreeing with that. It was a great comeback single. Video package, mm. all good. So, on a night like this, can't go past that as a song. What about the missed opportunities on Light Years? Oh my God, Light Years, the actual yeah. um, mm-hmm. track itself. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, they remixed that and Butterfly. See, I Butterfly's one of my favourite songs the, on the dance floor. They all could be singles, seriously. Like, Absolutely. They should have released about five singles from that album at least. Yeah. The general public don't understand what a club hit Kylie is, mm. um, and Butterfly would have just cemented that. Out of control, absolutely. It was an amazing track, mm. so overlooked. It got yeah. a limited release, I think, in the US mm. somewhere, yeah, and yeah. it's worth a fortune now if you've got mm. your hands on that. Well done. Mm. Um, but such a missed opportunity, and the video could have been amazing for mm. that too. Light Years, as you say. Mm. She apparently was quite unhappy about uh, Please Stay being released as a single. I remember uh, reading that at the time. I don't know what she preferred as the alternative, but um, Please Stay. It was a safe choice, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely Not safe. a bad yeah. song. Not a bad song, but very safe compared yeah. to others. And it was mm. definitely top ten. Top, top yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. But it was just like a But overlooking puffy, some other ones, it was just silly. Forgettable type yeah. of tune. I think yeah. because it had the Spanish sort of, like, yeah. you know, it was safe. To it. It was, You're yeah. right. That's the only way to say it's safe. So, I mean, and really Light Years propelled her back to the position which she rightly deserves. Mm. She was the, the back to being the queen of pop, really. Mm. Well, the princess of pop. Mm. Yeah, she'd prefer that title. <laughs> Wasn't it a relief to see her back? Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And what about, let's talk about collaborations. We're talking about Kylie um, and Robbie Williams there. She's collabor- collaborated with some unlikely people in her mm. career. Of course, Nick Cave. Mm. Do you Brilliant. think... He's amazing, amazing. And to have done it with him so early on as well. 
Like that song was just fantastic. Uh, it was written fantastic. for Kylie as yeah. well. Fantastic. He's, it's uh, a bit disturbing, isn't it, that that was written with Kylie in mind? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Considering what happens to her. Yeah. And it was actually Michael Hutchins that turned around to Kylie at the time and said, oh, look, my friend wants to work mm. with you. Mm. Yeah. And not Kylie not knowing who Nick Cave was. Mm. Or <laughs> the irony is that Kylie wanted to be seen as so cool. Yeah. Uh, and Nick Cave is so cool. Yeah. And yet Nick Cave was in so much awe of Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Mm. He yep. said when he worked with her, he was... He felt humbled, like he was in the presence of greatness. Yeah, it's funny. It's did full he, circle. Sorry, didn't he actually owe, own a Kylie bag? He did. <laughs> he did. But that was before they'd met, I believe. Yeah. He, he walked around this really cool guy with a Kylie Minogue <laughs> bag. Yeah, and it was a pretty rotten bag. Yeah, too. I could imagine. I remember. Yeah, oh, that's priceless. Fantastic song too. Mm. Beautiful that, vocals. Mm. Brilliant. Beautiful vocals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And apparently she went in there and did that in only a few takes yeah. mm. as well. Maybe even one. Yeah, I thought mm. it was one. Yeah. I think it was one take. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And she did a couple of murder ballads. So she's she's never worked with a woman, though. What's that all about? Well, I think she recently did say... It's, oh, well, Danny, um, sorry. She's worked with Danny. Yeah, but um, they did ask Kylie recently in, in a MSN interview. Kylie did mention that maybe it is time for a, a female duet. Mm. And she Who does, would you have her sing with? Well, she, Kylie mentions... Madonna, Gaga, um, Beyonce, um, and then Shakira. <laughs> but get Shakira out of there. I think. <laughs> but she's yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't see anyone in my head. I can't pick anyone out of my head and think that. And you've already said about Madonna being out. What about yeah. Lady Gaga? I can't believe Gaga has only come up once in this whole conversation. You were the first to mention her mm, because of say hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the comparisons. But let's face it, Gaga is the biggest act in the world the right moment. now. Yep. And I actually think, rightly so, the woman's amazing. But would you like to see Gaga and Kylie? They're just so extremely different, aren't they? I think no. And from my side, from the club scene that I work in, if I hear any more Lady Gaga, I'm honestly, and it's not because I just love Kylie, I'm going to slash my wrists. I can't handle it. Yeah. They, can pl- they play her songs 20 times in one night in a nightclub. It's too much, so... Anyone else? I, I always wanted her to work with Michael Jackson. No, I'm sad that I. Yeah, I was looking forward to that. Mm. Um, that's that's very sad that that mm. can't happen now. Can we talk about Danny for a moment? The the fans' reaction to Danny, the fans' attitude, Kylie fans' attitude towards Danny over the years, has swayed so monumentally, and has been so cruel at times. Yet it's really come full circle now, and I don't believe it will ever go back to the way that it was. Mm. Some Kylie fans would have maybe found it a bit... Um, Danny was a bit of a threat to mm. Kylie because mm. Danny was the first to be the singer. Danny was first at this. You know, Danny's more talented. You know, Danny's, you know... It's often up, said up. that she has a better voice than Kylie. Yeah. I've often heard that noted. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it either, but, um, mm. you know... I think that, and then partly I think, obviously, you know, anywhere, anywhere where there's people, uh, you know, putting two girls up against each other, there's going to be sibling, sibling rivalry. Yeah. But then in saying that, when Kylie got sick, that's what I love now, that Danny was there for her. And now when you see them, they are tight. And that's why I think it's beautiful that now they're close again. Because even Kylie admits that they weren't close before that time when she was... was, Not as close. Not Mm. as close. Mm. No way. And now they're tight. You know, that's what's nice to see. And I think think that's why Kylie's uh, And that's probably why her fans have embraced her again, because they think now she likes... It started... It's sad to say that we follow her mm, that much, but... Yeah. Uh, it, It started with the image of Danny... Rushing across Heathrow yeah, Airport be, to be at Kylie's absolutely. side, and all of a sudden there was a shift. Absolutely, yeah. um, and uh, I agree. I, I don't necessarily agree with 
Kylie or believe Kylie when she mm. said throughout all these years that there is no rivalry between us. Of course there was. I do believe that yeah. there was. I don't think so much from Kylie either. I don't know what tells me that. My sense of people, I suppose. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I do believe that Danny had issue. And when yeah. she's writing this autobiography at the moment, which mm. will be released really soon, I'll be really interested to see how honest she is about mm. how hard it was. Because she's spoken, all of a sudden, like Kylie, she's become very frank recently. Mm. I don't know if you saw the British interview yes, she did yes. for an hour. Yep. Compelling. Absolutely. Like, it was just so raw. Absolutely. Um, so I'm looking forward to the autobiography and seeing if she finally admits, because she still hasn't, but mm. there was no question that it must have been hard. Imagine being that age. Yep. Mm. You're the one being groomed in the family to be yep. the star. And then Kylie Minogue, of all people, to come. Yep. Like, she's, mm. what a shadow. Mm. What a shadow. And then the media jumping on board with it. Mm. Um, and Kylie was, uh, Danny was really mocked so uh, blatantly mm. throughout mm. her career for mm. her weight, for her looks. Absolutely, mm. yeah. For so many reasons. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Really sad, actually, but it's nice to see it's come full circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I think. This yeah. is where it should be, isn't we it? We like it like that. And it's the reason now like Danny, like you know, that. has had the baby. That's why Kylie's coming back to us, really. That's mm. right. And Danny is sharing the baby with Kylie. <laughs> As apparently, I, yeah, yeah. Apparently on Women's Day. <laughs> 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 Source of all great information. <laughs> there you go, woman. That gets a plug. <laughs> fever time. Yay. Fever pitch. <laughs> Things do reach fever pitch shortly after this. Let's see if I can find a fever track. Talk amongst yourselves, please do. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the Fever album very soon. Obviously, a monumental point in Kylie's stellar career but we earlier we're talking about moments in um her career that have disappointed us what are some of those moments that have given you goosebumps though because as a fan you like we say we grow up with kylie we grow with her we see the mistakes that she makes therefore it makes those highlights even more special for us have there been any moments where either of you have just got goosebumps because of just how brilliant and perfect something was. Um, uh, the Sydney Olympics for me, um, when she came up, came out on the thong, <laughs> such an Aussie thing. Um, and when she came out and did the Dancing Queen number, and she looked not just amazing, but she just nailed it. I thought it was. I had goosebumps. I was so proud at that moment to see. You know, billions of people watching Kylie. You know, she, you know, she deserved to be watched by so many people. You know, all over the the world, and that was such such a proud moment. I remember watching that with my family too, mm. and it was like, yeah, Kylie's part of she's part of our culture, and yeah. there she is, and she is Australia. And you're right, it was a goosebump moment. Yeah, even that Nikki Webster when she was the little girl, she she grows up to be Kylie. Mm. You know, that is a proud moment to be a Kylie fan. Yeah, they yeah. held hands at the I'd end. Of that. Goosebumps just saying that. Yeah, yeah. I can see all your hair. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a few hairs. <laughs> Olivia? For me, it was. I think when when Kylie and Bono were on stage together, that was Ooh. just yeah. wow. Like wow. I just remember looking around at the you know entertainment centre and looking at my best friend at the time as well. And he's a huge Bono fan, and looking at her with him, going, "Oh my goodness! Like this is just too cool. Like the king of cool. He's so cool, so smooth." And you've got him on stage with you. That for me was a wow moment. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, and he's a legend. And Absolutely. It's and like cementing her status as a legend Absolutely, too. Absolutely, yeah. Yep, definitely, definitely. 
I have little moments that make me proud, if I'm going to be completely honest about it. Don't get me wrong, those big moments are um, very special. Mm. But if I examine, and let's get, let's get deep here, it's not like me at all to overanalyze <laughs> things, but if, if I look at what I was most proud of, I have to think, well, where, where are those points in her career where I've taken the VHS or the tape or the CD or the video or whatever it is and tried to show it to everybody who's not a Kylie fan and say, look, 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 look. They're obviously the moments that I'm most proud of. So the first time I remember doing that was um, on the Let's Get To It tour VHS tape that was released and she sang Let's Get To It a cappella back, backstage mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And with that amazing um, trousers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, leather, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And she just, she wasn't just the voice. She seemed quite in control because she was telling the guitarist what to do, and it was like, this is proof that she is mm. not a puppet, and she does know how to sing. And this is no, um, you know, there's no synthesizers happening here. This is her voice, and. I've got to say, I didn't get a big reaction to all the non-Kylie fans I showed it to. Everyone just went, yeah, good. <laughs> but I was very proud of that moment. Um, Come On Strong, which we've mentioned a lot of times here. I was really proud of that moment as well. And I've tried, I still try to bore people with that, non-Kylie fans. Look at this. I send them the link on the YouTube nowadays. I very rarely get a reply from my big list. So, yeah, it's, it is nice, though, to be a fan so that you can have those moments to be mm, proud of. Definitely. And absolutely the most proudest moment, almost without question for me, was being at show number one, Showgirl Homecoming. Mm. Returned from cancer. We all know what she'd been through. Mm. We'd held on to those tickets, remember? Yeah. Mm. Cancelled, were yep. well, postponed. Yeah. Mm. Apparently something like 90% of people did not return for yep. a refund. We held on to those little tickets. And yep. when she actually came on the stage... None of the videos reflect this at all, but the standing ovation that she received went mm. on and on and on and on. Mm. That was goosebumps mm. times 100. Mm. Yeah. And it was for her too. Yeah, she was teary. She was teary. How mm. she didn't break down completely, mm, I don't I know. know. I'd like to be loved like that. Mm. <laughs> I wish when I walked into my office each day, that's what happened to me. <laughs> Do you, maybe, maybe it's your outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll consider the pink feathers. feathers. More feathers. I like your thinking, Olivia. It's really good. (laughs) Or if in doubt, apply more glitter. (laughs) Fever album. Can't uh, we can't go by without mentioning the old Fever album? I mean, gee, we we got a preview of "Can't Get You Out of My Head" on the "On a Night Like This" tour, and it was a very underdone, undercooked type of song at that stage. The first time I heard that track in its full glory. It blew my mind, mm-hmm. I've got to admit. And I had heard nothing. There was still not all that... Um, uh, the build-up hadn't happened yet, mm. and I heard it well before You know, the general public had. So I hadn't heard everyone going, oh, listen to this amazing song. Mm. And I just went, wow, that's mm. not the same song I remember at the concert. Huh. Mind-blowing song, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, definitely. In the video. Definitely. Yep, oh. definitely. The white outfit. Yep. Just everything Hot. about it. Mm. It's what happens with Kylie. Mm. Sometimes, some points in her career, everything comes together yeah. Yeah. perfectly and harmoniously, mm. and that was one of those Definitely. points. Definitely. She had the right video, the right sound. Absolutely. The right look. Um, yeah. and, and, and it was novel as mm. well, because it mm. wasn't something that had been done before. Mm. People hadn't worn buckets on their heads in video no. clips. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gaga. Like <laughs> See? <laughs> now we've got the evidence, don't we? <laughs> She's a clone. Gaga who? <laughs> but um, it, it was obviously a monumental smash 
and I couldn't believe the statistics I was looking at. I'm a bit of a statistic freak. I'm a freak in many ways, statistically as well. And I remember looking at the chart sales all around the world of Can't Get You Out of My Head, and I couldn't believe it. She was number one everywhere, (laughs) absolutely everywhere, and for weeks and weeks and weeks. And it would have continued that way had they not deleted the single, which was very clever. Mm. They deleted, obviously, for the promotion of Beaver album. Mm. Mm. It was number one in 40 countries. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what was it about Fever that was so successful? It was the Can't Get You My Head single, and um, it was just a, it's a different sound, I think, um, and it was very, you know, it was very unique at the time. Um, what about the Fever tour that accompanied it? It was, it, because that actually divided fans, to be honest, because it was different from On A Night Like This. I think most people thought it was a great tour. It was very slick. Mm, I think it was ahead of its time, I think. Mm-hmm. It was very... Um, it was very different choreography. Um, the stage show was different. It wasn't as camp. No. You know? No. So it was Sophisticated. Very. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, think, I thought yeah. overly. That's just mm. for my tastes, mm. though. Yeah. I, I, I really, really enjoyed Fever. More so than on my this. Did you get good seats? Fever, was it? It was a six shows that she did in Sydney, I remember. <laughs> and I went to all six. <laughs> and six at every single place. Yeah. Is that I, when you took your mum to that one? I took mum to um, the show, the show girl Showgirl. homecoming. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Did and she that, enjoy that it? A, yeah, that's when Bono came on. <laughs> yeah, she loved it. She loved it. You were at the Bono one. You lucky mm. thing. I missed out on that. Mm. Last front row at Bono. That's, oh, see, really? that's why you should go to every single Kylie concert. <laughs> <laughs> you never know him. I'm going to be there. Yeah, exactly. So I've got a, uh, talking about live Kylie shows. I have a very sad story because I've been to every Australian Kylie tour. It has never been very easy for me because when I was young, I used to have to beg parents to be allowed to go. And then as I got older, I actually moved away from Sydney, so getting to the venues was hard. And then when I went to the X show, I decided to do it in Melbourne because I was wanted to go to somewhere I hadn't been before. And I bought my son a ticket as well. He was six at the time. And... That was a mistake because I went all the way to Melbourne, put myself up in the cheapest accommodation I could find so that I could afford to be down there. I didn't know where I was going. Followed the Kylie fans, <laughs> found the stadium, got there way too early, had to entertain this child. It was a mistake. I'm admitting that up front. Yeah. I had to entertain him while we waited. And when she came out, we were, and by the way, my God, it was the worst part of it was we were we were literally the very back row. Zed, I think it was. Zed. Oh, really? I've oh. never been in Zed in no. a Kylie concert. <laughs> and I was Zed. And all the people up there were plebs. <laughs> Shouldn't have even been allowed in. And I was up there with them. And then she, she came out and all the, the fantastic build-up to her coming out in that X show um, mm. with all the, the imagery. <coughs> And it was so loud mm. that he was frightened. It was making you convulse mm. physically because mm. it was just pumping through your body. And look, I last—I didn't even get to the first intermission because there was an intermission mm. in X, and I had to leave. And it was the first time I've never. Mm. Sad oh, story. Poor oh, <laughs> oh, Tim. And and plus, I was a spect- I was a bigger spectacle than Kylie up in Z Row because everyone was watching. You know, my boy was at one minute in tears. Then I'd had my fingers in his ears, and then I tried chewing gum in his ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> then I took him out, and I took him back, and I came back with little special from the chemist earplugs. You don't know how. Hard Hard I ran. At every concert, you can actually get just so you know for next time. Yeah. Don't take a kid anyway, but you can actually get 
earplugs from the ushers, yeah. Oh, really? They don't take children. Yeah, yeah, it's a Hercules <sighs> thing. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Well, he yeah. needed the, the earplugs. In, he needed industrial. Yeah. Even it's, that yeah. because of the. It's, they the suggest thumb. you don't take children to concerts because it's too too hard on their hearing. Well, look, Katie Holmes did. <laughs> I read it in Women's <laughs> Woman's Day, so that's where I got the idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very disappointing to have to first of all be ushered up to Z Row. You have no idea. You know when you've got the ticket in your hand, you're looking for your seat, <laughs> and I'm walking up that horrible cement thing, going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the Z should have given it away, I suppose. <laughs> But I guess I was living in hope. <laughs> Zed's really good. Well, Tim, I'll give you another tip. You know, in my case, uh, you know, I've slept out for three days for Kylie tickets, so maybe do that next time so you're not dead. <laughs> but I find that interesting that you've slept out because I didn't think anyone did that anymore. I thought it's all yeah, on the internet. I hit refresh a thousand times. That's what I do. I was too... Uh, the, like, this was for Showgirls, so before she had cancer, etc. Mm. I was too scared to buy tickets on the internet for fear of missing out. Mm. So I thought the best idea, and my friend in all his who's camp, out for Madonna, so I thought, well, you know mm. how to get the best ticket, so I'll follow your lead. And he said, no, you need to sleep out. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. So in terms of, you know, had the full, my parents scoped out their ticket ticket tech outlet, everyone, you know, had you know, niches in all over Sydney, even Michael went yeah, out to I his one to west. check and see if anyone was there. Yeah. You know, and I ended up lining up in, sleeping out in the city, and the security guard just thought I was a weirdo reading the Kylie book in the pink <laughs> tracksuit. For three days. That's awesome. And you tried to tell me to move on, but I said, I'm here with my chair and I'm not going anywhere. And I'm not even going to the no. toilet. No, exactly. That was the next thing. If someone was in front of you, do you let them go to the toilet? And then can they come back in the queue? There's Ooh. so much protocol here. See, Kylie doesn't There's know the politics around there getting is. tickets was, for her shows. It was hard. And the tears. I couldn't talk to anybody. It was it was very traumatic. <laughs> I got front row. I won tickets to a Kylie concert once. You know, you had to say, in 25 words or less, why do you love Kylie so? Yeah. And I put all the names of her song titles together, like, I should be so lucky if she were with me now. That sort of rubbish. I put something like that together. It was good. Uh, (laughs) It was hard. I'm going to use that one next. (laughs) Yeah, but um, I won tickets, but they were bloody awful. So, you know, what do you do? I just want to be up close one time. (laughs) Where were we again? We're talking about the the Fever album. So, anyway, look, Fever was huge. It returned to... But it also, what it did was really... Heighten those expectations for mm. Kylie. Mm. And the poor thing to <coughs> repeat that success was always going to be difficult. Mm. But then she went away and produced body language. Mm. Now, what do we think about body language? I'm, I'll save, save my piece for the end. What do you both uh, think about body language? I personally think that was aimed for the American market. But uh, overall, the album was okay. <laughs> But, um, uh, would you say something critical about Kylie? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not one of my favourite albums. <laughs> but, on um, YouTube, I'm just going to single that one comment out <laughs> and make an, uh, a whole video dedicated to that one comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing Michael's said negative about Kylie tonight. Because you, yeah, I mean, I'm, we are talking all things Kylie. So, but uh, I mean, body language was, I mean, slow, you know, was, was just so unique and so mm. different to anything else, mm. you know. Around at the time in, yep. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the music charts, mm. so um, I was a bit. Mm, that's, that's different. I, I couldn't get my head around it, mm. but obviously, it is one of her classics. Mm. But um, yeah, I think the only the problem with, was that is it was aimed for the American market, and I really firmly believe that. Mm. Mm. Well, I agree to a certain extent, but "Slow" is one of my favourite Carly songs. Like, definitely one of my top five Carly songs. So, I enjoyed the rest of the album, but "Slow" was definitely. Stand out for me, for sure. Mm. Everything about it. 
Yeah, and look, Body Language contains so many good tracks. Mm. It actually does, but there was anger at the time mm. amongst fans because it was it was a cynical attempt. Fever had gone so well in America. There's no question that all the people around Kylie and probably her herself went, "Let's ride on the back of that." Mm. And of course, you would. You'd be stupid not to. Yeah. But it was she didn't stick to what she does best. Mm. She wanted that American flavor yeah. through the album. Red Blooded Woman even had a campaign against it. Mm. Because it was, it, it, don't get us wrong. I think we all agree it's a great track. Yeah, I do. But yeah. it was a deliberate like, let's make Kylie yep. into an American R and B, almost Britney type um, yep. um, product. Mm. And body language felt more like a product than something creative. Mm. And it showed because the fans, the fans really did reject it at the time. It's funny because the the in retrospect, people have picked it up and said. And, and are now holding it up as a good album. At the time, the fans put body language in the rubbish bin. Mm. They really they didn't think it was one of her best. They thought it was cynical. Fever and body language missed opportunities for singles. I think Fever was... They selected some good songs. Mm. I think they could have released another one uh, from it. Um, what's the one they overlooked there? Uh, Burning Up, possibly. Tightrope. I like Tightrope. Yeah, that was only on the Australian edition. I don't mm. think it was single material. No, you better no. like it. Yeah, it's a great um, song, yeah. Uh, and on Body Language, uh, what about Still Standing? Yeah, but I, Body Language, I would have liked Secret Take You Home. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of liked her rapping in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very different, Kylie. <laughs> I absolutely love um, um, Sweet Music. I really yeah, like that. that. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a song about writing a song, apparently. Oh. Yeah, maybe I'm just made a mockery of myself, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. <laughs> if you've got a different interpretation, let me know. Hey, you're the guy who said Kylie was dead in the on a night like this. Okay. So I'm allowed to say <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I think you're getting mixed up with German bold italic. Isn't that about some kind oh, of... Oh, like... that's weird too, isn't it? And then there's automatic love, which is something about playing with a computer screen or something, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, lost. That's a yeah. weird translation. German bold italic deserves yeah, a whole two hours dedicated to itself, really. Oh, I like German bold italic. Do you? Yeah. Really? Because it's weird. It is very weird. The yeah. video is yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> they're really in the, in the, in the mm. bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, that's right. Video? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I, I just remember my uh, my brother watching that video clip, and I was staying down in Sydney in the fold out bed, rage in the morning, and he was there, and he's always has a go at me about Kylie. And on comes that, and he goes, So this is why you like Kylie. <laughs> She's running around with chopsticks. Priceless. <laughs> oh, uh, I could see that. There wasn't, to be honest with you, there wasn't much it's I could a bit say. Hard to yeah, defend that, but. <laughs> Yeah. It's like she's yeah. got weird. <laughs> just, just for a moment. I don't think I said anything. Uh-huh. I left the room. Or maybe he, I just folded myself up in the bed. I don't know. Um, what about the Kylie merchandising? Uh, talking about cynical, do you do you think that it's right for her to be going down the bedding track, the perfume? Uh, the Kylie doll, which, by the way, back in her early 94 days, she often mocked the idea, oh, I wouldn't put my name to something like that, mm-hmm. with a raised, one of those ra- famous yep, yep. eyebrows. But now she's got the Kylie doll. There's lots of, mm. she's doing a lot of it, and it's it gets under people's skin. Mm. Can I just say something about those Kylie dolls? I have, I have them, of course. <laughs> and they're yeah. still boxed I up. I don't have them, my brother. <laughs> you don't. I have some boxed and some um, that I play with, some yeah. that I don't play with, keeping the box Mine sealed. Mine are still boxed. <laughs> Mine are still boxed. But I have to admit, um, she does look like a training. It's slightly disturbing. Yeah. Like, seriously, was, like, yeah. put, I put it up to the side. Not I don't even think close. I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh. it's really bad. Like, no. What about the bedding, though? 
Is that is that legitimate? Is she allowed to do that? Is does it cheapen the image? Is it does I, it confirm that Kylie's nothing more than a product? I think why would you want to do betting? Yeah. Like, what, what's the point? It's same thing like not same thing as why do movies, but similar of like why are you putting it in? Do you own any of her betting? No, but I have looked at buying it on the internet, I admit. But maybe the pillowcases, just so I could feel close to Kylie at night. Mm. But that's it. Do you own any of her underwear? Yeah, I do. Lucky niggas? (laughs) And do you have the perfumes? Yeah, I do. Mm. Yep. But they also have a book that she wrote, the children's book. So um, it's like that fine line. I think the bed linen is William Baker's idea. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Personally. Poor William. (laughs) (laughs) Look, seriously, like, I I can't get my head around that. Why I should go into bed Mm. bed linen. Mm. But, I mean, a lot of people do want to get in bed with Kylie. So it sort of makes sense Mm. in that regard. Do you own any of her bed linen? No, because I I haven't actually had the opportunity to <laughs> have my own place yet. But oh, okay. I, I will look into that. Do you own that. any Kylie underwear? There's no, not a men's range anyway. No, I, I did buy the Lucky. So Nick- it would be a bit no, strange. I didn't buy. Hang the, on, you <laughs> did? I didn't buy the Lucky Knickers. Someone bought it for me for my birthdays. And Michael for has my a birthday. Very, even more special. He has a Kylie doll <laughs> made in Michael's image. <laughs> Really? Does that make yeah. sense? No. For one of Michael's birthdays. Because My 30th. Everybody knows how much of a fan. Oh, Michael they is. made it for him. Yeah, and a Kylie doll slash Michael doll. Yeah, and I had VIP tickets to Kylie, and mm. it was all, you know. What about the fragrance? Do you have, well, the. the I men's. bought the men's one. Yeah. And it's finished now. Do you like that? Yeah, I didn't mind it. It's, it reminded me of uh, Dolce Gabbana mm-hmm. a little bit. Had yep. that sort of it was light. Yeah, it yeah. was nice. Um, mm. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that, mm. that, that. I think maybe the perfume, because obviously everybody's doing perfume, that's probably why it's more readily accepted by people mm. now rather than the other things. It's seen as a market, linen, though, as well. Yeah, yeah. Whereas bed linen, Kmart, True. Uh, yes. Perfume, Liz Taylor. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's just it's, yeah. an, it's an associate product association, true, true. and I do worry... I don't actually have any problem with yeah. her cashing in because she's a businesswoman as well as an entertainer. Absolutely, absolutely. But she does have to be careful where she goes. I think so, yeah. Be mm. careful where you put your stamp. Especially given, whether we like it or not, the reputation with the music, you know, is she just a, you know, she doesn't write her own music mm-hmm. and is she really a legitimate artist or is yep. she just, when you've got a credibility issue as it is, yeah. perhaps it's something to stay away from or at True. least be tread carefully. Yeah. <laughs> It's time to talk another Kylie classic. I don't need anyone. I actually do. That's Kylie's sentiment, not mine. I'll take anybody at this stage of my life. Thank you very much. You're listening to the It's Time to Talk program. And I'm joined by a couple of Kylie fanatics like myself. And we're talking all things Kylie. We're hurtling through her amazing... 20 plus year career a bit of kylie trivia before we before we go any further because life is just a precious minute baby open up your eyes and see it baby beautiful well done (laughs) i've tried hard had to be strong now i don't know if i can go on gee uh, oh my god yeah that one would have stumped me actually if i had i would have had to stop and think about that can you give us a hand yeah sure it's off let's get to it uh i've tried hard had to be strong. Now I don't know if let's, I can go let's on. Let's get to it, is it? It's not let's get to oh. it. It's further on in the album. It's probably maybe, oh, it's not the only ballad on that album, but it's stripped back and raw ballad. There's no world without you. Um, it, it was came as quite a shock to most Kylie, well, it came as a shock to all Kylie fans when they learned that she had been diagnosed with cancer. There was no suspicion at all that she was unhealthy. 
Where were you both when you learnt that news? Um, for me, I was my first week at a new job. Um, <laughs> And it was really strange because that day, for the first two or three days in my working week, I had my phone off, switched off. So when I finished my day at my new job, I turned my phone on and the phone went message, 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 and it just didn't stop beeping. And I thought, something's happened because this is really... I had heard no radio, no TV all day. So when I listened to the first message, it was about three or four of my friends. No one said she had cancer in any of the messages, but it was all, I'm so sorry to hear, are you okay, is everything all right? And I thought one of my family had died, honestly, because that's the type of messages that I was getting. In the fourth message, it was finally from my mum <laughs> saying, Olivia, I'm so sorry, where are you? Come straight home because I've heard about Kylie. And then I thought, oh, my God, she must have died. So when I finally rang my mum and listened to the radio and heard, obviously, that she had cancer, it was half a relief mm. to think that mm. it wasn't one of my family, but it still felt like she is one of my family. So to hear that news that way, it I was flawed. Flawed. And we didn't know at that stage no. what it meant. Mm. We, we just knew she had breast cancer. Yeah. We didn't know how advanced it was. Mm. We didn't know if it could be treated. We didn't mm. know what the mm. prognosis was. Mm. How about you, Michael? Oh, I, I was actually, I remember very well preparing to watch the the, the, the concert. And I, I got, I was at, I didn't get to work and I was at home. I think I was sort of not well or just recovering or something. But uh, my brother rang me um, and he said, Michael, Kylie's got cancer, straight out. I said, what? <laughs> I said, just put on the news. And I, I just didn't want to believe him. And I was like, no way. This, don't put, you know, you're pulling my leg. Anyway, I, Channel 7 News, I remember, to update. Mm. Kept coming up every like, couple of minutes or whatever it was. And I saw it and I was like, my heart just, like, seriously, just dropped. I didn't know what to think or what, you know, where it was at. You know, I just couldn't believe it because I was so excited about one thing. Mm. Next minute, she's, she's got cancer. It just, it, I couldn't get it through my head and I think this is really happening. And it was really... You know, I shed a tear and just had to, yeah, just sit there and I was knocked out. Couldn't believe it. In my home, I was getting ready to go somewhere and was walking up a hallway in my house and past the room where the TV is and glanced at it, noticed Kylie with that famous blue showgirl pose. Um, thought, you know, because there was a build-up to the concert, I was like you and thought there was something about the um the concert and but then i overheard it and i remember backtracking walking backwards back down the hallway and looking at the tv flawed like Mm. like both of you absolutely Mm. flawed Mm. what does it say about us that we took it so personally it just, it just, we don't know Kylie. But She's not part personal, of our family. It's the personal connection that you have with her as a fan, as a true like yeah. devoted fan. I think that's the connection you have with her. Is she is part of your family? She is part of your life, and that's why it floors us because we have that. As she mm. says, the same thing. Everyone, every fan, she has a personal connection with because something in their life, and I believe that that that's why it floors us so much. Mm. Even we don't know, I know, but. Mm. She's such a big part of our life. That's why I think. Yeah, like if anyone negative about Kylie, I will, Mm. (laughs) I will like say something. Mm. Like I take that personally. It's almost as if she's part of our family, though. Mm. And sometimes I worry about myself that I was so disturbed by that news. But Mm. then I take a step back and think: every day since I was what nine, 
or so. And I can, I can honestly say nearly, probably without exception, every single day of my life, non-Kylie fans will think this is very strange, but every day of my life she's been in it. Yeah. Mm. Either reading something, listening yeah. to something, watching something. Mm. And especially nowadays with YouTube, like mm. it's just it's part of your day. Mm. Yeah. So it can't be considered too surprising that it would come as a bolt out of the blue for mm. fans. Mm. Things really changed, I felt, around that time in terms of fans' perspective on things, especially on places mm. like Say Hey. There we were for years moaning and groaning about the colour of an album sleeve. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this. And I really think it's still resonating to this day. We know we have a bigger picture uh, about who Kylie is mm. and why she is important to us. And it's also brought fans together, I believe, as mm-hmm. well. Mm. So what, what do you think... How do you think it changed Kylie as a person, as an entertainer? In any way. I think the T-shirts that she wears at the end of that concert says it all. Kylie says relax. She just really just took a step back, I think, and looked at her life. Like you just said in the bigger picture of, mm. hey, it's not all about just one little intricate thing. It's it's step back from it and look at it in the big scope of things, you know. Mm. Life is too short. And she, I think she relaxed more in herself, obviously. Mm. Obviously she wasn't well when she came back, but she relaxed so much more in herself and in her, in her style and... Obviously, she still cares, but still looks at it and laughs more, I think. Mm. Definitely laughs more at, at herself in that sense and what she does. You know, it's, She takes it seriously, but not as seriously. She's seen a different side now. That's, I, I, immediately after the cancer, yep. she wasn't more relaxed. Yep. In fact, I saw a real um, loss of confidence, and in my opinion. And she was too sick. She was too sick when she came back. She mm. should not have come back when she came back. There was no need. She was mm. still way too sick. Mm. Way too sick, in my opinion, anyway. It was mm. too rushed. There was no need. Yeah. We'd wait another year. I think she came back too soon for her own health. Sure. Can we just be honest here? Has it changed the way she looks and appears? Uh, she's kind of she's put on a little bit of um, white, which which she still looks mm. no, normally healthy, mm. you know. I guess for me, I was when I first uh, learnt a little bit about the drugs, the chemo, etc. From what I know, in my limited knowledge of it, the I was interested to see from this is a sceptical point of view, but what she'd look like in the sense of cosmetic surgery. From what I understand, when you take those drugs, it breaks down all sorts. T- sorts of Botox, any type of collagen in your face. So I was really interested to see what did she really look like when all this stuff... Is that right? That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, the, <clears> just <throat> Powerful drug. The type of drugs, yeah. yeah. So I was really interested to see how she looked, and she looked really, to me, obviously, you know, fresh, but different look, but still was still there. So I think that in my eyes she still... Obviously she has some surgery. I, I think she has and has some work done, but not as much to the extent of what it was before the cancer. So... Physically, she mm. went, in my opinion, through a roller coaster. Mm. She immediately after, you know, obviously she lost the hair. That's the mm. big thing. She looked, there are some paparazzi photos of her mm. looking incredibly gaunt. She mm. lost so much weight. I've, mm. We've seen Kylie looking frail and, and uh, yep. well, maybe not frail. We've seen her looking slight before, yep. but not yep. gaunt yep. and skeletal like she yep. did. And then all of a sudden, obviously, whatever the treatment process is, she mm. all of a sudden... She did. She she put on weight. Mm-hmm. Stout is one unkind yeah. word that I I read after X 
tour was around mm. and one reviewer said she was looking rather more stout than she has in the past mm. <clears throat> uh, apparently once she comes off those meds which is very shortly yeah. she may uh, lose more weight is it a problem though like isn't mm. it funny to you that image is promoted as mm. it's such an important part of being a pop star mm. she still looks amazing though That's come on it's too, funny yeah. that we keep I, I we like shouldn't her. probably be harking on about no this. not at all i think i think she looks amazing mm. the way she yeah, is she does seriously yeah, like does. Yeah. some 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 stages of her career she she mm. looks really gaunt and skinny mm-hmm. like you know um I'm talking Impossible about princess. yeah, possible yeah. princess. Mm. That was the worst, yeah. and with the hairstyle yeah. and stuff like that, was too skinny. Mm. That was frail. Yeah, mm. yeah. I kind of like the way she looks now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's Kylie. She's always yeah, been more curvaceous. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah I, so I, I don't think she should get any skinnier, or mm. she's perfect, and we, we should be proud that she's still around. Absolutely. Mm. No. Well, and 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 you know, uh. gee, I mean, what is she? Forty-two. And she looks mm. the way she looks. Right, amazing. We sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I think we must treat her like some sort of yeah. goddess sometimes. Well, she is a goddess. Well, she's, an, she's an Aphrodite. <laughs> but, um, Our Aphrodite. <laughs> we need to get a bit more realistic. The woman looks incredible. And mm, I, I love the fact she's talking so much more honestly these days about things because mm. she's commented, the only reason I brought this up tonight is because she's put it on the public record mm. about how her face changed. Yeah, and of course. She felt mm. puffy and mm. could see her cheeks when she was, mm. you know, from just looking out, she could see you his cheeks. Totally. Underneath her eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, Kylie, if you're listening, you look amazing. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And, you know, we'd love you either way anyway. Uh, what about, can we talk briefly about the X album itself? Uh, especially now, because Aphrodite is such a huge success. People are, you know, looking back on X and mm. considering its shortcomings. Was it a flawed album? Was it a mistake of an album because she didn't reflect on her cancer experience at all? Okay, I, I, personally, X to me, I kind of, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I wasn't too sure about two hearts. Mm. Um, Shocking choice for lead singer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Seriously, just be yeah. upfront. That killed yeah. it. That killed yeah. it. If they had released, um, perhaps in my arms, um, as first single. Speakerphone, Michael. Oh, a speakerphone. Hello. What <laughs> happened to that? Sorry, I totally forgot about speakerphone. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing track. Yeah. That, that just missed. That was a. Yeah, that's a waste. Yeah. If that was first single. Mm. I, I mean, it sets a tone for the album. Totally different story. Um, I don't think the rest of the album probably would have lived up to Speakerphone, funnily enough. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a poor choice of first single. Yeah. Totally like agree. a co- cohesion, Olivia, do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely, definitely. It wanted to be a lot of things. Yeah, it just wasn't. Mm. <laughs> and all I see... Mm. I look... I love, I love the song. We're going to agree to disagree on something, but keep go going. Go for it. No, you go for it. I was it. just going to say, actually, all I see is probably one of my top three favourite songs on that album. Oh, beautiful. Mm. But uh, it's out of place on X. Mm, yeah. It is. Mm. It just, I agree. It sounds contrived on in its placement. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, and the thing is that that song, I mean, I mean, other artists um, obviously wanted it. Don't get me started on the video. <laughs> the video is just <laughs> shocking. Sorry, Kylie or William Baker. But um, you know what? So many non-Kylie fans has have heard the song. They couldn't believe it's Kylie. Yeah. They love it. Seriously. Like, she also, I sorry. That's sorry. No, no, keep going. That's I was just going to say, I think that she struggles to, to sing it live. Too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When that acoustic version is incredible. Yeah, I love amazing. it. Yep. But Dancing with the Stars. Oh. That's a disappointing yeah. time to be. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie. I was really disappointed with the American performances. I mean, hence why the album probably 
bombed over there. Okay, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was just really lame performances, yeah. seriously. And and the wig, the blonde wig, I remember, and stuff yeah. like that. It was just yeah. it was just lame. There was all this talk about Impossible Princess 2 because she was going to reflect on these dark times that she'd been through and Kylie's light, fluffy world actually had some serious issues in it and so she was going to talk about it. Mm. Then she changed tacks halfway through and said, no, no, people, I need to put that behind me. Let's make Kylie music. Mm. That excited me. I thought, okay, fair enough. Then then you wanted her to do so well and this album came out. And it's, it's not a bad album. It no, really no. isn't. Mm. It's just... Well, there's no chart stompers on it. Maybe speakerphone is up there, but the rest of them are sort of. There's too much mediocrity mm. on the album. Mm. That's the bottom line. And then, and then, to, like we said before, sometimes things come together for Kylie. Mm. This was really an example mm. where everything went wrong. The mm. live performances. Oh my god! I, that's what I meant by lacks confidence. Uh, you know because what? I think the cancer. Sorry to right. interrupt you. I think the cancer. Um, has somehow affected her performances because after that, I mean, looking at the those performances in America, Kylie's so much better than that personally, as oh, we all yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then looking at the the Wow performance on the Brit Awards, that was mm. that was a waste. Mm. Seriously, so many inappropriate costuming. Yeah. Look at that X Factor of Better the Devil. You know. Mm. Yeah. Wow, we. Yeah. What a mistake at a maker. Yeah. Like I say, it was difficult because I wanted so much for her to succeed, and I just thought, "Where's your spirit, lady?" With the video clips, you couldn't. <laughs> you could, she couldn't have churned out more run-of-the-mill, yeah. stock-standard rubbish. Quite mm. frankly, mm. Wow and In My Arms are good songs. Mm. They deserve better clips. Mm. Mm. And to shoot two back to back, I've never heard of her doing that before. Yeah, no. But I where agree. did the one come from? From X. From X. So that's your favourite song, though. You yeah, love me, love me, love See, me. Number one. Out of the, oh, out of the album. Amazing the track. For us, yeah, anyway. that, that gave me shivers. Yeah. That's Kylie. So even though X Pop. overall wasn't that good, like yeah, the album had, was that one. Yeah, good speakerphone, the one. Mm. Seriously. But again, missed opportunities. Where was the one's proper release? Yeah, yeah, that um, was just digital, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. What, why, why Cosmic instead of Flower? Mm. Um, Ruffle My Feathers yeah. wasn't on there. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't yeah. and sensitized was mm. yeah but that overall that concert live was good I really enjoyed that concert the X tour was fantastic yeah. that was the concert. saving grace Absolutely. of that whole period Absolutely. that's right like after I saw the concert I re- I fell in love with the album then after seeing the concert yeah I yeah. seeing the concert yeah, yeah. and 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 it also for me backhanded compliment for Kylie but reinforced that speakerphone Danville should have been the lead Absolutely. single Absolutely. Yeah. yeah great great song mm. It's funny, in pop, whether you're Kylie or not, Madonna or not, you can't really survive more than a couple of flop albums in a row without having to go and do your penance and staying away for at least five years, a bit like Sure or something, and then making a comeback much further down the track. Kylie has recently, on July 6th, released Aphrodite. The reaction has been phenomenal. We're talking... This is probably the biggest hysteria she's ever had in her career since Fever. In fact, undoubtedly. Oh, totally. And what can I say? The album is funny, isn't it? Because it's got no songs which, in my opinion, are 10 out of 10, but it is a full deck of cards of songs that are 8 and 9 out of 10. Mm. And someone mentioned on Say Hey, and I fully agree with them, that there's no skipping songs yep, on yep. that album whereas X it was every second yep, one yep. skip true true yeah it's so what do you both nice. think of Aphrodite well uh, first of all I'm amazed to see it doing so well mm. um, 
especially in America, uh, mm. it's number 19 on the um, Billboard mm. US charts, and um, there was no no promotion. Mm. So it just gives you an idea of Kylie's cult mm. following over there. Not just that, to see it doing so well in, mm. in France and Germany, it's in the top three, I believe, um, in those two big. Um, in the UK, number one, mm. Australia, number two, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just selling. And this is on the back of All the Lovers, which is a fantastic song, but it mm. hasn't stormed the charts. Mm. So mm. people are buying this album, and I assume, on the back of that single, which interests me. I, I didn't expect this level of global excitement about the album. Mm. I'm so happy mm. she has had it, because mm. it also, also means for Kylie fans, it guarantees... Lots of money from the record company for the next album and yep. project. That's what I like. I yep. get excited by she's got some sustenance in it now. Yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. I mean, I, all the lovers gave me goosebumps. I mm. love that track. Mm. <laughs> it's, that, that's, that's Kylie classic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get any more Kylie than that song. Mm. Seriously. True. And the true video. True. Oh, yeah. the hot, I'm glad the hot pants are back. <laughs> <laughs> and that good on that direction. pyramid of lovers. Like, it's become a big mess orgy. <laughs> Kylie being the goddess. Like, really? Priceless. You just want to be in there. I just like. I just want to be the one, you know, pulling her up and you know, her touching her hand and. You should have went to LA and just screamed out on a megaphone. Do you remember me, <laughs> Kylie from the Kylie Show? <laughs> we would have had to like rub out your Kylie yeah, tattoo. Look at my tattoo. And they wouldn't have let that in the film clip though, because you wouldn't have been a true extra. Yeah. Don't you think, Tim? Oh, I think he would have been elevated to the top of the pyramid. <laughs> That's what I mean. I can maybe perhaps turn into Kylie. <laughs> so is, it, is it good to feel that she's back on top of her game? Because let's face it, Kylie fans often say, oh, it doesn't matter. When things fail, I've noticed Kylie fans go, it doesn't matter. Oh, look, she's doing good things, and as long as the fans enjoy it. But we all know Kylie fans, we're, we're commercial people because Kylie's a commercial product. We like it when she has commercial success. Mm. Agree. And yep. it's so good to see her on top of her game again. Maybe it's exciting. Absolutely. We have to lap this up. We're in the moment now. Mm-hmm. I often regret that I didn't lap fever up as much. Mm. I didn't. It was so hysterical, that period, that you just didn't re- realise that it was only fleeting mm. and that it will pass. So you've got to lap it up while you're in the middle of it. Mm. Is, is she getting to the... I don't want her to retire. That's, Ooh, it makes me nervous. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes. And this album makes me nervous because it's pretty good and I think... Not go out on a bang, but I just keep thinking, I, you know, you don't want to be at that climax and be an end. Mm-hmm. But that's all that makes me nervous when it, because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she will ever stop, stop. But that's what makes me think with this album. It's a bit she, negative she's dropping to a say few, like that. No, but she is but, dropping some hints in that direction. Mm-hmm. She's She leaves some ambiguous questions. Mm-hmm. I've heard her say a few times... Well, who knows how mm. long I'll go on mm. for. Whereas when, when you ask Madonna that question, mm. she goes, I'll keep doing this as long as I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. she's quite adamant. adamant but Kylie's yeah. more mysterious yeah. than that. Yeah. That is a concern. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> even so, Kylie says things like that. You know, yeah, tomorrow know. she'll change her mind. Mm. She'll be back on that stage. <laughs> she can't live without us. <laughs> you know, she, lo- <laughs> she loves us and we love her. Well, the tour is going to be huge because, um, you know, I hate to get down to the nuts and bolts of it and be so stark, but there's going to be a lot of money poured into it Absolutely. now. Because mm. if, it, if the album hadn't succeeded, it would have been more Dominic, dinky yeah. than it would have yeah. been. And now mm. it's going to be huge. I can yeah. just imagine the entrance because be this theme of the Greek goddess Perfect. is working so well. Mm. Um, I, I just wanted to add that I think it's really well and truly time that we had Kylie sit down to do an extended fan interview. I don't know if either of you have thought about this idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't just want the same old commercial hackneyed hash mm-hmm. that we're used to seeing with her interviews about, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're important, but hot mm-hmm. pants, Botox, rumoured engagements. I want to see Kylie 
pregnant. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Can't forget that one. Finish this sentence. I want to see Kylie. <laughs> I was going to say intimate, comfortable oh, setting. Very small group of fans surrounding her and would be sure to cull the hysterical fringe element from that group and just have a chat about her career with her fans. Um, they do it with, with cinema stars mm, yep. and I'd like to see Kylie do it. And the fans really want to hear what she thinks about those moments, certain moments in, in, in her past and the decisions that she's made. And I actually believe it would be really good for Kylie herself too. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. God knows it wouldn't be a special for the masses, I know that. Um, I'm not sure most people would be desperate enough to hear what Kylie thought about DNA's mixed of shocked, for example. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think it would be a gift to the fans and surprising for her too. So, let, you know, of course, I'd be more than happy to moderate this as well if Kylie does decide <laughs> to jump on that idea. Well, Richard Wilkins isn't available. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just Joke. wear a mullet wig. <laughs> she won't know the difference. <laughs> um, so there you go. Any last thoughts about Kylie? What, what do you reckon she'll be doing in five years' time? Um, I shall have a baby. <laughs> um, um, I think a that's baby. a lovely thought, actually. I, yeah. I think every one of us wants to see um, that. I'd love to see yeah. a baby and, and a baby girl. So she can You're take, very specific. Yep, and she's going to take over the legacy of Kylie and become a big pop star. You want to <laughs> see Danny and, Danny and her attending the mother's group together, too? Yep. Why not? And and Olivia, five years' time, Kylie? Um, I don't know. I get nervous when I think about five years' time, Kylie, but I think that as long as she's happy, healthy, and I like to see mm. Ian, like, not think baby, but I think in a good, happy relationship, you know? I think oh. that that's what... It's a nice place you know? to end, because we've spoken about mm. how fans have grown with Kylie mm. and how maybe a few things that have happened along the way, including her cancer, have shifted our mm. thoughts about mm. her and made her yep. more human. So yep. I think that's a really appropriate yep. way mm. to sign off tonight. Well, it's been a marathon night, but it's also been a lot of fun reflecting on so many memories. On a final note, I'd like to say... Kylie is such an important part of so many lives, including mine. Not only as a source of entertainment, though, Kylie really has been a role model for myself. I've taken many lessons from watching her through the years, but without doubt the strongest of those is about the value of dignity. She's shown me the power and importance of carrying yourself with a sense of self-respect and a quiet self-assertiveness, even in the midst of those tough times that life inevitably throws your way. I really thank Kylie for helping me grow as a person. And, of course, I thank her for the joy. She's a bright, comforting, exhilarating light in so many lives. I hope very much she realises the value of the joy she shares and the inspiration she is personally as a very determined, generous and classy human being. So thank you so much, both of you. You have travelled so far to come here. This has been a project that we've wanted to get up for so long. Yay! And we have worked for so long tonight to get it together. I really hope people enjoy, the fans enjoy listening to it. I hope that the general public tonight have enjoyed listening to it too and seeing just what kind of passionate weirdos there are out there when it comes to Kylie. Um, and just the, lastly, before we go, I just want to say I'm really excited about Kylie's new project, with the great Jackson Ning. I think nothing could be more beautiful. Who's, who's Jackson Ning? 